Hey, everyone. Hey, everybody. Look at my dick. Look at my dick. Let me tell you a story about the time I showed my dick. My dick. To Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan saw my dick. Slamming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Oh, my God. Spanish announce table. Fuck yeah. It is episode seventy. Goddamn one. We're in a new studio tonight. We are in. Uh, we have been displaced yet once again from but our studio. But we're in a new home. It feels better. I think we might be doing this here, from here forth. I think so. We used to call the other studio the A Studio, but this is legitimately Studio A in the Cumulus Radio Studios in Kansas City. I like how the music just stopped too. You like that? Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, T Mac, it's a, it's, it's great. It's a, you know what it is? It's a new day. It's a new it's day. It's a new day. I am the deviant one, Captain Awesome. I am uh, one of your fine hosts of this professional wrestling podcast. The guy sitting across the board from me is T Mac. T Mac. Hey, I don't have all the other fun little things like you said, deviant one or whatever. Yeah, all I'm that. the deviant one. I'm just a guy. You're just, I'm just you're a dude. You're just a solid dude. I'm just a guy with just an dude. opinion. Just a dude. A lot of people say it's negative. A lot of people say it's crazy. A lot of people say it's funny. A lot of people troll me. I don't know a that a of... lot of people say it's funny. <laughs> Is that really, you're just. No, a lot of people say it's you're funny. You're just going to. Yeah. Hey, man, um, everybody, everybody loves their mom. Everyone does love their Yes. Mm-hmm. And everybody's mom loves them. Not the case. Well, not the case. Not everybody's. Well, actually, not everyone loves their mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not everyone. I mean, I guess I can't make broad sweeping statements like that. But T-Mac, that is not what we're here for. We are here to discuss the world of professional wrestling. Now, every week, we kick it off with the news. And we do that solidly. Uh, and last week, we deviated from the format. And you know what? This week, we're going to do that again. Because normally I will have a, a nice little sound clip. There's only one news story this week, Kinda, and it actually yeah. deals with what we do. Now, they had the bigger guests. We do it better, but they had the bigger news. What we're talking about is the art of wrestling with Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. He had kind of a surprise guest on Thanksgiving morning yeah, this here was in not, America. Yeah, this was not pushed out. This wasn't nope, social this media was rocketed like, out. It was, oops. hey, guess what I got in studio? And this is not necessarily uncommon because he's had this person in studio while he's recording the podcast before. What I think was great is it was on a holiday. Yeah. And he didn't, like, push for it. Right. But it, it legitimately broke the website. Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. I, it, I couldn't download it even Sunday night. I was trying to download it, and I was having issues downloading it. Yeah, I just watched it on YouTube. Someone posted the YouTube uh-huh. link, so I watched it that way. Uh-huh. Uh, what we're talking about, though, is the art of wrestling. Colt Cabana had CM Punk. CM Punk. CM Better known Punk. as Phil Brooks now. Yeah, fuck him. Uh, he... <laughs> um, fuck him. You know... I no, think, yeah, I'm with you. I, fuck him. No, you know? no, no, not that. No, but like, no, no, not that. Yeah, okay. My thing is, you can't leave your profession 
and say, I'm never going back to it. And then we're still calling you by your- Still call me what I was there. Right. The only reason I made it famous with this name was because of professional wrestling. Right, but now I don't professional wrestle. But you're going to host things and have your professional wrestling name? Yeah. Stupid. Anyhow, he had a lot of legitimate gripes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounded very angry. Had I, I related to him a lot, and I'll get into it. But then the other big podcast was Monday Night After Raw, which had Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. The Steve Austin Show. Yes. Uh, interviewed Vince McMahon, who I said is the standard barrier, the number one guy you want to interview. And man. Yes. Standard bearer. Yeah. And yes. man, did he deliver. Yo, it was yeah. amazing. Hey, look, I mean, first of all, we you even said this before. Uh on here, you'd mentioned Stone Cold potentially interviewing Vince McMahon as like the get. That know? is the get. And uh, we all kind of were like, yeah, likely won't happen for decades Mm-mm. or anything, you know? It did. But it Boy, did. It and did. it delivered. God damn it. You're right over there? Well, the new studio, I'm not used to it. And- yeah, we're going to have to make a few little uh, <laughs> minor, you know, just for comfort arrangements. Like, I'll need a longer headphone cord, maybe. And, so we're getting used uh, to it. Anyhow, uh, so those were the two biggest stories, and it was each from a podcast. Um, and so we're going to break those down. That's yeah. going to be our news segment for the week. Because, look, nobody died. Yeah, no Nobody one. signed any major contracts that right. I saw. Yeah. Uh, AJ Styles tried to kill a few more people. He didn't try to. It, just, <laughs> it is a dangerous move. It, it, is, it is a dangerous move. And regardless if it's his fault or not, yeah, maybe he should just doing stop it. doing it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but let's get into it. So... Yeah. Why don't you? T- yeah. Why don't you take? I'm gonna. You know what? It's a new day. I'm gonna kick back and let you. Uh, let you take the lead on this one, too, Mac. So, when I. You know what I don't like? N- no, I wasn't gonna say what I don't like. <laughs> no, I'm. No, uh, I'm right. letting you take the lead. But I'm gonna. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you were being me. No, I'm just gonna be the co-host. You are. The, no, yeah. you're the lead. No, I'm letting you take the lead here. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. We're still both thrown off because mm-hmm. the studio, yeah. the lights, damn are too, it, too bright. I don't like this. Right. No, I do. All no, right. I do like this. I, so I, I'm I, just trying to be the the yin to your yang. Yeah, thanks. Uh-huh. Uh, so what I was gonna say is when I initially saw that CM Punk did the interview because he did his first. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was the big news. Uh, two of our contributors actually brought it to my attention. Pause before. So I'm not gonna talk. <laughs> no, before cool. though, because we knew the Vince McMahon podcast was coming mm-hmm. before the CM Punk came out. Right. Do you think he? Mm-hmm. Did try to jump mm-hmm. the gun. Okay. Oh right. yeah. Continue. Oh yeah. Because I think what he wanted, and this is me just speculating, mm-hmm. is I feel like he knew that Stone Cold would have the guts to, to ask, ask yeah. Vince, "Hey, what about CM Punk?" And so that he wasn't framed in his mind improperly as the villain, he jumped the right. gun and said, "No, this is the story." Because Vince is a master at framing reality. You know what I mean? Hey, Brett screwed Brett. Well, actually, you make kind of sense. He said that Brett didn't say a thing. Well, for so long, yeah, fuck Brett Hart. You know what I mean? So CM Punk probably using that was, uh, you all right over there? You're right. Yeah, I'm just looking for a better place to plug in my headphones all so right. I don't have to be tethered so close to the wall. All I know is you were on your knees bobbing your head a bunch mm-hmm. of times. Yeah, so. yeah. Hey, what I do. Uh, <laughs> hey, whatever you do, I don't care. Whatever I do over here but is going my back to business. This. So what I saw uh, first was two of our contributed, contributors. Contributors. Uh, K. 
Cataclysmic. Cataclysmic. And Kiwi. Kiwi! Uh, they were talking about it. Now, I knew that the podcast out was out, but uh, like yourself, I couldn't download it. It was broke. Sure. Mm-hmm. I woke up late on Thanksgiving. I woke up at like 1130. Jesus, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. I slept in. God, it felt amazing. I bet it did. Yeah. I was up at like 7 in the morning. Don't have kids. Because we had to cook. <laughs> and kids. Well, we were going over to the in-laws. Ew. Yeah. That all sucks. Yeah. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I even didn't got stay into, at home. You even got into an argument. I know. You told me. Yeah. So I saw their comments, and I was unable to download the podcast, so I was like, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. And what Kiwi said, yeah. and I'll let them defend themselves well, later, yeah. but they'll, they'll be in Kiwi table, was sure. like, hey, uh, he sounds like an angry man. Angry. And Cataclysmic was like, well, yeah, he's totally justified. Uh. So that was already framing my... All right, going yeah, into it. Yeah. Now, CM Punk opens up. That's where, that's where I heard of it. I get Bleacher Report. CM Punk mm-hmm. tells all right. in Art of Wrestling, I guess. And I was like, oh, here we go. Right. And so. Here we go. I, I, I'm relating it to myself. Yeah. Now, both guys, both Vince and CM Punk, I believe, are completely right and completely yes. full of shit. Yes. In the same interview. It is always, when you have things like this, it is always somewhere in the middle. And, and mm-hmm. to accurately figure out or j- gauge what's going on, you have to kind of pick what seems likely, what you know, what we know from outside sources. But it is definitely somewhere in the middle, of right. course. So CM Punk, I definitely related with him as far as the miscommunication. Hey, owe me one. When mm. I did my time, I said my time like is a prison sentence. But when I worked at Titan Fighting Championships and... It was, all right, the fight card's on the second week of January. Actually, it's going to be the first week of March. Well, it's going to be this. Hey, just work with me here. We're going to do this fight right here. We'll owe you one. We'll give you a a commercial spot even though you're running up against the UFC. Do we stand a fucking chance against the UFC? No. 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 So why are you putting us up against the UFC? Well, don't worry. We owe you one. I've heard that phrase. Oh, yeah. And I understood the frustration of we're working hard, or in his case, he's working hard. Give us the benefit of the doubt. Reward us for our hard work. Yes. And I completely understood that. And I was with him 100% on that page, on the, hey, you owe us one. Hey, you getting back on the road two weeks after a f- surgery that requires four to six weeks of recovery. That kind of thing. And he wants to be the, the tough guy. And he said, what would Harley Race do? And I understand that sentiment. Hey, I want to be tough like the guys of yesterday. Harley Race wouldn't feel pain. Right, no shit. <laughs> Which, interesting, uh, I just thought this is interesting. Because I'm a Kansas City guy, Sure. Uh, both Vince and Punk brought up Harley Race. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Odd. Uh, yep. I just thought it was cool. Yep. Um, so well, he, He's historically the toughest counted man on, on as the toughest man in wrestling. Right. Yeah. Vince brought him up as far as a business aspect, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he's just well-respected. But some of the points that Punk were, was making, I just thought was stupid as shit. One, and this is the one where I was like, no, I think you're completely wrong. He brought up that he wasn't allowed to walk out with Chael Sonnen, but Triple H was allowed to walk out with Floyd Mayweather, and it was said from Punk that the reason why is because UFC is barbaric, someone will die in the ring, and did you hear women are fighting now? I would understand that if there wasn't history to dispute that fact. Sure. And here's the history that disputes that fact. Ken Shamrock. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. And when Ken Shamrock was being brought in, there were, and you can watch it on the network for $9.99. $9.99. 
Go ahead and play it. Oh, I don't have it. God dang it. So for the network, for $9.99, you can see Monday Night Raw's where the announcers, Vince McMahon himself, would plug the upcoming UFC. And, yeah. And this was before they had real rules. Right. This was when someone could legitimately die in the ring. Yeah. And so $9.99. There you go. Yeah. So to say now... Fast forward all these years, and now the UFC actually is a regulation. Yeah, they had a brawl for all, for fuck's sake. Right. But he was like, oh, Vince McMahon thinks it's barbaric, and I brought up Owen Hart. No, you probably didn't. Now, I don't know if – he seems like the person that would, but I doubt But I that. also, in that moment, Vince McMahon would be like, shut the fuck up. Right, yeah. I Like, the, you're talking two totally different things. And just that right there says what I felt about Phil Brooks all along. He's that guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What about Owen Hart? Hey, listen, fuckface, you're talking about a guy who died in a horrific, tragic, accident. oversight accident versus a fucking competitive sport where we put two grown-ass men mm-hmm. who want to go at it in the ring. and You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you can argue the barbarism of that sport all you want, right? but you can't compare it to Owen Hart fucking falling from his death because they didn't clip something right. right. You're just doing that to get a rise out of the person you're arguing with, and that's not – you're cheating at the argument. Mm-hmm. Very true. Anyway. And so, I mean – what I would easily tell him if I were if he were to gripe at me about that situation, I would say, "Hey, wasn't Floyd Mayweather in a WrestleMania? Yeah. When was the last time Dana mm-hmm. White wanted to do any business right. with WWE?" Furthermore, you're talking about the son-in-law and the chief operating officer, right? And you're a wrestler, WWE, and, and you're at a the time, and at the time, yeah. you might be one or two. But look, and, even John Cena will get told, "No, you can't do that." And John Cena will tell you, "Go fuck up." Fuck, up, fuck yeah. off if he wants, but yeah, he has to pick but, those battles. Right. And, right. But if John Cena was like, I really want to accompany John Doe down mm-hmm. to the UFC ring, and they're like, I don't know, John, I really don't want to do that. John right. will be, even if John's like, damn it, I really want to do this. My best friend. And like, eh, it's just not good for our business. Because we're competing. Meanwhile, we're going to have Triple H go accompany Floyd Mayweather. Down, Who has you know? done money for us. Right. Because, look, it's still John Cena is their poster boy, and he's the biggest thing in wrestling mm-hmm. from their eyes and their standpoint and their financial train mm-hmm. that there is. But you're still not on the level of the boss. Right. That's how world works. Yep. That's how every job works. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and I get the gripe. Hey, it was in Chicago. It's Chael Sonnen. It brings in the cool non WWE fans sure, that were absolutely. looking at, to I get, get why it. I wanted to do it. Right. Yeah. Totally understand. And I would have been a hundred percent down for it. And Chael Sonnen is sure. at that time. Just as big of a name in oh, combat yeah. sports than Floyd Mayweather. I think it would have been cool. I mean, I'm sure the WWE had their own reasons, and you can argue they're right, right. or wrong, but whatever. So that was one where I was like, no, nope, uh, punk, you're full of shit. Yep. Uh, and then I, the, the sponsorship with Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar got it, and you didn't. Again, and I get that. Brock Lesnar, though. Right. And, but for his, but what he's saying is, I'm CM Punk. And Here's I understand that. We don't have to fucking give up to that demand of yours for you to sign with us. With mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, we did. Right. Maybe yeah. next time when you're coming back, mm-hmm. if you ever decide to, yeah. that's an argument that can be held out. But when you're already under the system and you've agreed to such and such terms, you're subject to their approval or disapproval of your request. And Sorry. Then, and then I think the biggest gripe he had besides, hey, I want to be at WrestleMania. I deserve to be at WrestleMania. Put me in the main event of WrestleMania. I understand that, and I hope every guy or girl of wants course. to be in that situation. Mm-hmm. So when he was griping about that, 100% agree with you, Punk. Hey, you are, at that time, doing amazing matches. Your match with Undertaker, probably yeah. 
Or he was bringing up it should have been a triple threat with him, Cena, and Rock. Okay. I could have got behind that. I guess so. Hey, it was better than the fucking match. Sure it was. Right. And so I was uh, I was 100% behind that. But it seemed like his second biggest gripe, besides being pushed over and kind of, you know, being told, hey, I'll owe you one, was this doctor. Yes. Right? Dr. Chris uh, Amon? Amon. Yeah, Amon. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Punk. First of all, widely respected as one of the greatest sports medicine doctors out there. Right. And look- Here's my. I mean, he, look, it's not on, just WWE well, who used this guy either. Right, but hold on. Here's where he contradicted himself. Where I, I stopped it and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" So he keeps saying that he has this thing growing in the on his back, doesn't know what it is. Doctor, cut it off. Uh, I don't think it's anything. It's just a fatty tissue. No, doctor, it's growing. Hey, man. And what I would think he's saying is, you're not the only guy I'm seeing. Yeah. It's you and Cena and Orton and Bray Wyatt and... Take some of your millions of fucking dollars and go find another doctor who will do this. Well, when he quit, he said, my wife, AJ Lee or AJ Brooks, whatever you want to say, uh, I went to her doctor. 2013, it's reported. Now, this number might be inflated or not there, but it was around $10 million. Yeah. On an off day, you can't fly to see your own personal doctor. Yeah. You're relying on a physician who sees 30 other guys yeah. night in, night out. Mm-hmm. Now, hey, did he miss this diagnosis? Could have been. Yeah. And guess what? That fucking sucks. His- but it happens to everybody worldwide. You aren't. This is what Phil Brooks is failing to realize. You are a special person. But at the same token, you're not fucking special, Phil Brooks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're a celebrity, you have some celebrity status, and you have a legitimate claim at being the best in the world at what you do. Mm-hmm. You have that claim. That's always an argument you know, to be had because it's a subjective claim. But you're up there, so you can demand a lot of things. But you're not just, there's no right to this doctor. Right. You know, like, all of a sudden, well, you quit, motherfucker. What, well, what no, he was, he was talking about during... During his time. Oh, sure, yeah. Hey, right. I, I'm not. Oh, and then he had to go to AJ's, right? Right, yeah, I get what you're saying After here. You yeah, follow. Now, now I remember this. Yeah, yeah. So, so, but still, look. My it, thing is, if you made $10 million, even if it's $5 million, even if it's a million dollars, yeah. go on an off day and, if it's bothering you to your own doctor. Can we talk about the fucking first world problem here? Well, My I mean, fucking highly recognized one of the best sports medicine doctors is unavailable, so I have to go to my hot, beautiful wife's probably doctor. great yeah. personal doctor and get whatever I feel like getting done because I have the fucking money to pay for it. I don't feel sorry for you. Well, I understand the he was constantly working injured. Yeah. Hey, can I get time off? Hey, do this one show. Oh, hey, we owe you. I totally agree with that. That and I, and and I, I 100%. even I've even said this. Uh, wrestlers need something like a union or a collective bargaining agreement. Well, and that's what he brought up. And, and I, I thought that was interesting. And I totally get all that because yes, you do need that. The solution is not take your ball and go home. Right. And he he said that he goes, hey, look, and where he kind of revealed he was fired. He didn't quit. So what happened is he left. Right? Sure. Suspended two months. Yeah. Triple H then says a week before, now this is his timeline, a week before or a couple days before his wedding, Triple H sends a text, hey, can you talk? Punk responds, no, man, kind of getting married, got this stuff to do. How about when I get back, 
we'll talk. Yeah. And then on the day of his wedding, he gets his papers. You're fired. Mm, yeah. Now let's transition that well, statement. Hold on. Okay. And we will. But a quick thing. If I walk out of my job in the middle of an argument with my boss, I very well might be suspended also. Right. Well. Or fired. And what he was upset about is getting it on his wedding day. Sure. And that's, now, a, that's a legitimate. I, I absolutely would be in the same thing. Like, what the fuck, dude? Right. Yeah. Now let's transition that to the Stone Cold Vince McMahon yeah. podcast. Because I'll go back to the punk, but for sure, right yeah, now, so it's a good transition. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Vince McMahon to say, like, oh, that was a coincidence. No, it wasn't. Yeah, no. You're, you're full of shit. Yeah, you, you were knew, way too, yeah. If you know the date, he's an egomaniac driven by, oh, you made me mad, so fuck it to you. I could see how Vince would not have known that it was he was going to receive it on that date. And who would have? Because, because somebody else is probably doing the actual, you know, the logistics of it. No, I think he, he says, send him a fucking letter. Send it today. And they're like, okay. And that person's not thinking whatever. He's transcribing to somebody. And they give somebody, somebody's like, hey, this is fucking, uh, we're supposed to send it today. He's getting married today. And they're like, fuck it, Vincent, to fucking send it today. No. Yeah, I can see Triple H sitting there going, it recognized in his mind. I, just hypothetical situation. And he goes, because he seems the one legitimately more pissed off at seeing oh, Punk. and Punk seemed more legitimately pissed off at Triple H yes. than Vince McMahon. He even mentioned uh, they had their meeting when CM Punk walked away. Uh, Vince McMahon was crying. He was crying, and they hugged. And, and CM Punk played off like, I just kind of hugged. No, you probably really hugged him. Yeah, it's okay. Fun. You can be a guy. You can, yeah. You can be a guy. Be a dude, man. But uh, it's, it's somebody you fucking have a legitimate man relationship with. <laughs> and and instantly what I thought of when Punk brought it up and then Vince said, hey, I'm, he apologized. He said, I'm sorry for doing that. My thinking is knowing the type of person that Vince is as far as from the outsider's perspective mm-hmm. and knowing people that are, I think, are similar like him. Yeah. What I think he wanted to do was send this FedEx package. Or, you know, with severance page. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. To Punk. Punk get pissed, call him back, say, hey, you motherfucker, why are you doing this shit? Yada, yada, yada. Story, story. You know, back and forth, back and forth. Hey, let's talk it out, and then eventually I'm coming back. Yeah. I think he was trying to use that as a spark to create a conversation without Triple H, just between Vince and him. Yeah. And that's just speculation. I literally have nothing, no basis of that. That's literally just a hunch that I had. Yeah. So let's get into the Vince McMahon uh, yeah. podcast because the punk thing, we heard both sides and Vince didn't go into it, but he said enough to where, uh, you know, two sides have every, or there's two sides to every story. I don't wash my hands in public or something like that. He yeah, said, yeah, yeah. and uh, I apologize about that. And then yeah. punk was really mad. We still have part two of punk's response. He's yeah. going to do Q and a, which, yeah. you know, when are you coming back? Are you going to start your own promotion? Of course. Uh, why is Triple H a steroided dick and all this other stuff? How big is Batista's dick? <laughs> Someone please send that question to them. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Um, so anyhow, what I found to be more interesting, because it covered more ranges of topics, yeah. was a Stone Cold oh, of course, Vince McMahon. Because yeah. look, Vince McMahon, while this is a, a, a concern in his life, not the only. Well, and he he said, "Hey, I hope to do business with you again." I've and had other it. people. He goes, "Other people have come back." He brought up Hogan, Bischoff. Which, Did what, he bring up Bischoff? He brought yeah, Bischoff, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Hogan, Hogan, Warrior, Warrior, 
Uh, he brought up Stone Cold, mm-hmm. and they actually talked about that numerous times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I hope Look, so. It's all business. It, and, it, and it seemed clear to me that this is still much more prevalent in CM Punk's mind than it is Vince McMahon's. Vince no, McMahon, I think it's in both. Well, but I think Vince McMahon takes it from the, I really wish I could resolve this. And I will try to resolve this through reaching out to him, through trying to set up meetings. And he's like, because I, I feel bad for what happened and I want to resolve this. Right? Where CM Punk is going, those motherfuckers still don't respect me. I, you know what I mean? This is bullshit. Like, to me, it just sounds like. Well, what Vince to- brought up is, and I think this is, I, I think this is more closer to the truth for Vince, at least. I think it's, I don't like this motherfucker. But you know what? Everyone's still, well, yeah. everyone's still chanting his fucking name. When we put his stuff on shop, it all fucking sold out in an hour. I want to make some money. Yeah. So let's get him back. Yeah. I don't. And he even said, I put my emotions to the side and I say, what's best for business? And he kind of joked. He's like, oh, what's best for business? Well, that's kind of what I mean. Like, look, I feel bad that this happened. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't necessarily like the guy, but I don't like half the people I work with anyway. Right. Uh, I just want to make some fucking money. And to that point, I feel like it is on punk. Mm -hmm. When punk wants to let go and come back and just say, I want to make money. I fuck it. I didn't like what happened, and we can all disagree, you know, agree to disagree, and what will happen is just, here's what's not going to fucking happen again, okay? Are we all clear on that? Mm-hmm. Here's what I want in this working relationship moving forward, and, and what do you guys want, and let's see if we can find a meeting ground, and let's fucking go make some money. Right. That's They're ready to do that. I don't know if Punk is. Right. I agree Punk with is you. not. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yes. Uh, the other interesting topic, and I w- Stone Cold did it first off, did amazing Amazing. I said verbally twice while watching it live. This could be one of the best interviews in anything. I watch Steve a lot Austin of interviews. has gotten amazingly better in the short period of time he's been And he this. does really great with people he already has a rapport with. Yes. You know, if he doesn't have to, for example, his Bray Wyatt interview, the part one, I haven't listened to part two yet, mm-hmm. but the part one was very good, but you could tell it's a... Uh, it's rehearsed and it's... Uh, no, well, no, not necessarily, but it's, it's planned. A, no, 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 it's... It's a, hey, let me get to know you. Yeah. Hey, so is this something? Yeah. Where with Vince, there you well, know. But, but for me, like, he's doing his research. Right. He knows, with you know Vince, what I mean? He's got an angle he wants to accomplish. Right. And with Vince, yeah, it's, it's just. Him and the fucking friends sitting back. And what's great is he knows the heart of the matter. Like, he knows how to already speak to these people be like, like, right now, if we were having uh, an interview, mm-hmm. and I knew you were doing the representative talk, well, actually, uh, you know, and I'd be like, T-Mac, stop it. Right. You know what I mean? Like. Level with me. Let's and, cut the and bullshit. And they did that. And yeah. so uh, the, the part that I thought was very interesting is uh, they brought up Macho Man. Yeah. And the only thing, the only criticism uh, is Stone Cold didn't dig deeper. Yeah. Uh, which maybe he didn't want to. But, and but maybe, for me, I want him to. knowing Vince McMahon as well as he does, maybe he got a good enough read off Vince McMahon like, hey, I'm going to answer this just enough and you fucking drop it. Maybe that's the Could case, very too. well be it. Because he goes, is Macho Man going to the Hall of Fame? He goes, yes. When? I don't know. Soon. When soon? Yeah. Maybe not this year, but it'll be soon. You you, if you don't know, it's because you haven't made your mind because you fucking make that entire decision. Right, that's yeah. all Vince McMahon. Right, yeah. That's the one thing that doesn't need other people's, yeah. like, you know. Vince could be like, I want fucking Doink the Clown in the Hall of Fame. Make it fucking happen. Right, and yeah. It'll be done. Yeah. yeah, we're putting Duke the Dumpster in. Mm-hmm. Duke, yeah. Doink, and, yeah. and uh, all the Doinks. All the, Duke, dink, all the Doinks. Doink. Yeah. Yeah, all those I want uh Jerry Lawler's little guys that wrestle. Yeah, I want Doink's Brian Clown. Christopher, but not Grant uh not uh Scotty Too Hotty. Right. Yeah, I mean if you just start fucking going off, people be like, 
Dude, Vince are used to be like, get him out of fucking, right. get him in there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So I thought that part was really interesting that it was brought up and that it was answered. Mm-hmm. Punk's thing. And he was said very yes. Int- yeah. Punk's thing Again. was very interesting. Uh, the only thing when they were bringing up the writing team and uh, Vince was like, yeah, we used to write it on and we push people in the pool. I was like, what the fuck are we talking about? But then that kind of just took a weird turn. That took a turn to where it was like, what are you guys talking about? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I'll, I'll ask this question later. Don't worry about well, it. Well, and I know we're going to cover this more with emails and oh, things yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, but they brought up Cesaro, and that was the other thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and basically, he didn't, it's not basically, he did say, he, uh, Vince said he doesn't have it yet. Uh, this is what I've been saying to you about him. When I've, here's my argument. You know how many other guys didn't have it that you gave a push to? True. Jack Swagger, hold on, Jack Swagger, for goddamn sakes, had a world title match at WrestleMania. I think the difference mm-hmm. is that in Cesaro, they see he doesn't have it yet. But when he has it, this guy could be one of our fucking top guys. Jack Swagger, we're like, hey, if he doesn't have it, we can give a you know, we can give him the fucking mega push and just take everything we can until he falls off. But we can't ever get that back with Jack Swagger. You know what I mean? Like, with Cesaro, I think what they don't want to do is ruin it before he gets it. If that makes any sense. Oh, it does. So they're waiting it out. Well, I think that's stupid. Well, you don't get younger in this sport. Okay. Or this entertainment. All right. Well, uh, that's, that's good that you can outthink Vince McMahon. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the other thing that I that was brought to my attention that I wanted to bring up. Yeah. And this is almost not a Vince Stone Cold interview thing. It's almost across the board with all these guys who have shows. And I'm talking about Jericho's Pipers, Jim Ross's, Stone Cold's. Cornette. uh, Cornette, and even Colt Cabana. All of the great minds, all of the great minds, in their opinion, are old as shit. Yes. So, what I want to be told... Is give me hope. So yeah, Pat Patterson, best finished guy of all time, right? You could even argue, uh, fucking, uh, what's the goddamn ponytail motherfucker? I'm blanking on Michael his name. Hayes. Michael Hayes. Right. You could argue he he was, you know. What I mean? Okay, so Michael Hayes, Pat Patterson, Bill Watts, Jim Cornette. Ross, Jim Jim yeah. Ross, Jim Ross. They brought up numerous times. Yes, these guys are old. So please, what so who's I, the new in it? Because Paul Heyman was that guy in the nineties. Here comes the new guy who's got right. His, but now he's old. I mean, he's still, and we'll get into Raw, but man, he yes kicked it out of the park. But, so who is following in those footsteps? Well, it's and not I wish Dick Carter, right? And it's not. I mean, the Lucha Underground is fine, but it's different. It's way different. It's almost hard to Lucha Underground. You're the, never gonna go to. Right. If yeah, you came to Kansas City, I just yeah, watch it on TV. Well, they can't. And it's, exactly. the whole thing is like, That's it's a television show first. Right. And wrestling Professional second. wrestling second. And yes. I don't, I'm I'm professional wrestling first. So that's what I mean. Like, that's like you almost can't compare it. No matter what they're doing there, I almost can't compare it. Right. Kind of like how you said off air, uh, the best match of the week, in your opinion, was Ezekiel Jackson and Johnny Mundo. And yeah. I said, well, of course, they can edit whatever they want. Yes. And right. then we kind of had this, well, uh, yeah. and that was off topic. Yeah. Anyhow, going back to this. What I wanted Vince to talk about, and I hope they do this once a year. I hope this is what my hope is. Well, this is going to bring me to my question. So go ahead and tell okay. me. Yeah. My, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to the writing thing and then ask the question. That's yeah. what we'll do. Okay. Um, 
So Stone Cold says flat out, and this was brought up the whole weird pool situation where Vince was like, "Yeah, push Shane in the pool, <laughs> whatever." Or Shane like pushed to touch guys butts. Well, Shane pushed me in the pool, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. So Stone Cold says, "Hey, what's with all of these writers? When it was me here, there was you, Patterson, and maybe Russo, or I don't think he said Russo, but he said there's a couple other yeah, guys, two just, or three motherfuckers, right?" And he goes, "Now there's a writing team for every segment." And what I wanted Vince to say is, yeah, we're trying a lot of things out and we're looking for that next Pat Patterson. Let me tell you of some guys that I think are really doing great. I wanted him to say something of that nature to where I hope in five years, and God, I hope it doesn't happen, but if all these guys die... Well, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are we gonna do? <laughs> what are we gonna do without Patterson and Ross and uh Briscoe's and Briscoe's, all these yeah. yeah. What are, what gonna are we gonna him? do? So I was hoping that he would give me Because I sure as fuck hope it's not Joey Mercury and fucking right. Jamie Noble. Right. Although I don't know. I mean, who knows? Maybe they're fucking coming up with great things. In the well, back. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Tell me. No, yeah. Tell me something. Tell me doing fucking great. Regal is kicking ass down there in right. NXT. Tell me something. Right. Because clearly there's some good points going on in WWE. And he brought up that there's good wrestling. And there he also, absolutely is. And then they brought up the fact that, like, uh, Vince said, he goes, I think my locker room's scared. And he brought up the millennial thing. And I, maybe that's what we're talking about when we say nerds. Maybe mm. that is a little millennial thing. We're millennials. But I, you know mm, what I mean? I don't. I am. I uh, Whenever I look it up, I'm on that line. Right. Of right before yeah, yeah. versus the, yeah. So, I. Maybe that's what we keep talking about. Yeah. Oh, this fucking generation's nerds. It's a bunch of nerds. And maybe that's what Vince thinks. Is this yeah. fucking locker room is a bunch of nerds. A bunch of pussy nerds. Right. Uh, so there's just so many points. And we can go well, on and on. Girlfriends and on. fuck Batista. Right. <laughs> and we. <laughs> John, <laughs> oh, that was great. We could go on and on and on. And I think just for the first segment, since this was really the news, sure, I thought yeah. we, should, we should cover it. I know we're going to cover more. And tweet the table or uh-huh. uh, email. So my so. question for you. Yeah, let's get into that. You seem to have a, a, a much better feel on this than I did because I had to kind of listen passively mm-hmm. throughout the week. Why did Vince do this? This is very un-Vince McMahon-like. Why did he do this? Why did he do the interview? Yep. Why did he open up about some things that has normally been close to the chest? There's been no pressure on him to do this. There's been well, no, like. there is pressure to make that network work. That's true. So is it just I think for so. ratings for the network? Because in my opinion, the times Vince has spoke, it's been replayed for years. Yeah. Right? And this would be. Brett screwed Will Brett. Will be, yeah. When he almost kicked Bob Costas' ass. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, dude, he was ready to fucking leap across right? the Yeah. Remember when he did his infamous, we're changing with the times, yes. ushering in the Attitude Era? Tired of insulting your, or having your intelligence insulted? Right. Yeah. So I feel twofold why he did this. One, hey, when I talk, people run people and fight, see yeah. what I'm going to say. So let's do it on the network to get numbers up. Yeah. And two, let's stir some shit up because right now it's not WrestleMania season. Yeah. So what can we do to, one, get the numbers up, and two, to get people talking? And what are we doing right now? Talking. About Vince McMahon. About Vince McMahon and the WWE mm-hmm. and the network. Right. For only nine ninety nine. So that's what I think he did that. Yeah. So. But, yeah, let's we'll cover it more. Yeah, uh, but I felt course, like yeah. for the first segment it would be un- unjust. Jesus. Just cut me off right there. <laughs> Good God. 
New studio. All right, yeah, new studio. Figured out quite what the <laughs> fuck I'm doing. What now. are we doing here? Yeah. Uh, but I felt like it was unjust if we covered something that wasn't this. This yeah. is. Oh yeah. This, no. this was the news. No. Yeah. Aside from AJ Styles trying to kill people, there wasn't any other news. Man. He's wanted in like seven states now. He's not Kali, <laughs> goddammit. Well, he's he's Kali-ish. Just calm down. All right, we're going to take a break, T-Mac, and we're going to come back, and we're going to reach out to the listeners via Tweet the Table. Do we have to? Oh, you don't know what that is out there listening right now? Because you're a new listener? You're a newbie? A greenhorn? You're fresh? Well, let me tell you what it is. When we return from break on the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and... The day after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is the busiest day of the year for plumbers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> TradingTopicsNetwork.com. What's that? I've got the new Daniel Bryan Yes shirt. That shirt is yes. awesome. Yes. 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 And guess where I got it? You got it from Kmart. I did not get oh. it from Kmart. I got it online at www.shop.com. Oh, hey, I know something about www.shop.com. What do you know about it? I know that the Spanish announce table are now affiliate members of www.shop.com. We official. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And you know what that means to the average listener of the Spanish What does that mean to them? That means that when they go to purchase something from www.shop.com, which, let's face it, they're very likely to do. Come on. We know that you guys want the newest Bray Wyatt shirts. We know that you want the newest Daniel Bryan merchandise. Even for you weirdos, we know you want the John Cena stuff. Pink armbands. Right. So, guess what? You can get all that stuff, all for the same price you're normally going to Same low pay. price you're always going to get. And if you go through our site... We get a little kickback. And guess what? We like that. Gives us some money. Helps support this show, which we know you like. It's very simple. You go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. One of the first banners is literally this www.shop.com banner ad. And it tells you the code to use. You click through it. That lets them know that it's us sending you to yeah. them. And hey, then we'll get a kickback in sales. you want them to know about us, go through and use our Man. link and tell them who we are and help us at the same time. And this merchandise is not something you get at a fair. No. This is WWE shop material. This is thick quality shirts. Authentic. Authentic caps. You can get replica belts. Anything you could buy from the WWE, you can get on WWEshop.com. And by doing so, you'll also be supporting the Spanish announce table. Doesn't get any better than that, T-Mac. It does not. So go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. Click the link for the WWE shop. You go there. You get whatever merchandise you already going to get. And then we get that kickback. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hey, sports fans, have you heard about the Heavy Hitter Network? Well, if not, I'm here to let you know. If you love sports and just can't get enough, then you need to go to heavyhitternetwork.com. That's heavyhitternetwork.com. Because here, you will find tons of great sports podcasts created by sports fans for sports fans. No more bandwagon radio. We discuss all sports teams from a sports fan's perspective. We cover baseball, football, basketball, hockey, not to mention, we even have podcasts that cover pro wrestling, pop culture, and competitive eating, and many more podcasts to come. So go now to heavyhitternetwork.com and find out what other sports fans already know. If you want to listen to Sports Talk Radio without a slant, then you need to hit up the Heavy Hitter Network today. That's heavyhitternetwork.com. 
It's time for Tweet the Table on the Spanish Announce Table. T-Mac, what is Tweet the Table? Tweet the Table is a game you can play on Twitter by using pound sign. Pound sign. Tweet the Table, all one word. Yes. And you use that when you have a professional wrestling thought. Whether that's what you're watching, something on the network, something on YouTube, something on New Japan Pro Wrestling's network uh, that I saw was debuted, mm-hmm, I think, last mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm. Any pro wrestling thought you have, one, clarify it because we can't read minds. So mm-hmm, try to give us a little mm-hmm. bit of uh, context. Mm-hmm. Uh, but use pound sign or what the cool kids say. Tic-tac-toe sign. Yep. Hashtag. Hashtag. Tweet the table, and we will read at least one of yours. At least one of yours. On this show. T-Mac, are you ready? Yeah, we're going to find out. <laughs> yeah. I, no promises. There's no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Let's do this! At the ultimate one, says, still trying to feel out Finn Baylor. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, it's a dude. He's a dude that crouches a lot and puts his arms out and jumps on people. You think maybe he's constipated and he feels like he's got to take shit? He crouches down a little bit, trying to maybe work it through the system a little bit. And he's a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, right now he's a dude. At Katie Wrights. Katie! Katie Schamberger. The Bellas don't suck. You guys suck. T-Mac, I thought you had my back. Hashtag tweet table, hashtag Brie mode. I tried to retract. Yeah, she wasn't having it. Because she scares me. Uh, she does. <laughs> she looks like, yeah, if she legitimately, like, if she wanted to come in here and kick the shit out of us. Oh, I know she could kick yes. the shit out of you. What the point? Hey. <laughs> no, she's great. Yeah. But, no, she really got mad. And it's not that I, okay, let me clarify what I mean by when I oh, say. Yeah, I'll clarify, the too. The Bella suck. The Bella suck. That's me clarifying that statement. Well. But I like elements of what they do. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I told, I said it. I love it when they're heels. Yeah. They play that, bitch, you ain't fucking out of the knee roll. And when they're anybody. mad, and when they're mad, yes. they're awesome. But they cannot tell a storyline between them to fucking save their mutual careers. What they need to do is take a page from Stone Cold's book. Yeah. And believe what they're doing. You can tell they don't yes, believe it. You can tell that. Here's the thing. When they believe it, I like them. Here's all you need to know. I think, I think here's they're good. all you need to know. Before they were dating the two top guys in the company, they were let go. <laughs> or they left and nobody cared. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then when they needed to come back, fine, yeah, come on in. Sure. But now there's an urge to use them because they're around and, you know what I mean? And, and we'll take Total them divas. And total divas. And But look. They suck. And even on Total Divas, they suck at acting, and that's what that show is. Let's not fucking pretend anything else here. I like Let's it shoot when they're, on this. I like when they are genuine. Absolutely. They do genuine very well. From Katie Rides to at Katie First Lady. Going from listening to Brian Shields on the Spanish announce table to CM Punk on Cold Commandus Art of Wrestling. Good way to start my Thanksgiving. Hashtag tweet the table. How was your Thanksgiving, by the way? My Thanksgiving was decent. It was good. I mean, it was busy until I got to the place where we were going to eat, and then it was in-laws. You know how that always goes. Nope. You don't know how yeah, that goes. I don't know how it goes, but I can only imagine. Yeah. I mean, look, and they're, yeah, you know. I woke up late, felt great, got a good night's of sleep in me, 
and uh, went to my mother's. And oh, I went shopping on that Thanksgiving was, night. I was hashtag Team X Mom. So did I. Did you? What'd you get? I got, we got uh, a new laptop for the wife. Uh, we got a Chromecast so I can uh, pull up when I'm watching my WWE Network on the phone or watching my Watch Wrestling dot TV on the phone. I can directly beam it straight to my oh, like my, Apple my, TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's Chromecast, thirty five mm-hmm. bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what else did we fucking get? We got um, oh, we got a new printer. We desperately need a new printer. Got a wireless printer. Where I can print from, like from a smartphone. Mm-hmm. My printer has an email. I could Ooh. send it. I could send an email to my printer right now. And it would print off at home. Wow, that's pretty cool. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and then uh. Some other random little things. The kids need some stuff, and I got some new sweatpants. There you go. Yep. I went to my dad's as well. My parents yeah, are divorced, right. so I went to both parents. Yeah. Uh, but Hashtag on- Team X Dad. Doesn't have the same ass. ring yeah, to well, it. He'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that, you see? That ain't a, I that didn't say, a, say something bad about right. him. Well, I'm just saying, I just said, that's a fight you don't want. <laughs> yeah. My dad will scrap at any Scrap. Point. Let's go. He does not care. Uh, Thanksgiving. But we, we, uh, I got all six seasons of Breaking Bad. Mm. They're on sale for $10 each. Oh, wow. Yeah. You and, dropped 60 bucks on Breaking Bad? No, oh, easy, yeah. You know that's on like Netflix, right? Yeah, but there's the extras, and then I can have it whenever I want. And you know what I don't like is Netflix. I can have it whenever I want. No, no, no. (laughs) Netflix, at least my account, maybe it's just me specifically, my shit keeps on, like, I'll be in it, right? I'll be watching a documentary, for example, 30 for 30, because, you know, they have those ESPN 30 for 30s. And I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. I'm like, that's fucking good, that's fucking good. Wow. And it goes out. Mm. And I got to go, what? And I got to go back into it. No. My Netflix account has been no, doing that lately. Never done that. My and Netflix my great, network but not account, Netflix. You can, and my network account has been doing that too. My WWE to network. Get, you need to get XBMC or Cody on your stuff. Cody. Cody. K O D I. Like Cody Rhodes? Nope, not like Cody Rhodes at all. It's a oh. program. It's an open source oh, well. program. I was trying to bring us back to pro wrestling. At Heavy Set Three Three Zero Titan T Mac. What's up? What? A month ago, you took a shit on my booking, and now you agree with my Ryback-Rusev feud idea? What the fuck? Hashtag tweet the table. Well, I responded. I don't hate all of his ideas. Yeah, no, just the bad ones. Just the bad ones, yeah. <laughs> when you come up with a bad one, I don't, <laughs> don't like, like it. it. At the ultimate one, sister from another mister, Renee Young is a nerd. Hashtag tweet the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, hey, she gets a pass. At Dumount T, hashtag tweet the table. Ban the Styles Clash? I think so. Yeah, I think it's... If it was WWE, it'd be banned by now. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. At YL the Raven, which Hart versus Austin match was better in your opinion? SummerSlam 96 or WrestleMania 13? Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag this was for Brian Shields. It came in too late. 30 Do you want to answer WrestleMania. it? No. Why not? Because I don't remember the SummerSlam right now. Which one? Refresh my memory. It was a good one. Was it the blood one? No, that's 13. That's the WrestleMania. Yeah. What happened in SummerSlam 96? Stone Cold pursuing Hart, Bret Hart. Yeah. I mean, it was good. It was really WrestleMania good. WrestleMania 13, though. The double switch is just yeah. iconic. Yes. The blood. And then, guys. If I you would have, have to go back and watch each in their entirety to right. get a feel for this, and I just flat out didn't have time to do that. I've watched. I remember the 96. It was good, but I, it's not iconic to me. Uh, the other thing that's awesome about WrestleMania 13, which you can do by listening to Stone Cold's podcast, mm. is if you get on the network for nine ninety nine, you can sync the network for nine 
99. And put on WrestleMania 13. And then at the same time, listen to Stone Cold's podcast and he breaks down the match. Which I still need to do. That Was that match that he's doing? He's, he's done 17 with Rock and 13 with Bret Hart. He's done two of them. That's awesome. Yeah, 17 was I uncensored, thought, and 13 was a family a second, show. It took me a second, because I thought you mean he's done 17 matches with The Rock. No, no, no. And, th- and I was like, there's that many of these no, out no, there? No, no, WrestleMania 17. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I get uh, you. I was like, God damn, he's a busy guy. Well, seven, WrestleMania 17 is on the uncensored, and WrestleMania 13 is on the family-friendly. Both uh, are amazing. Yeah. God, I have not listened to the Get Your Steve Shit Austin Together podcast in I don't know how damn long. Captain, you want, you want to keep your... Second half of your name? Hey. 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 Get your shit together. Hey. Come on. Hey. Over there. Awesome. Over there playing with Europeans and shit. I Let's am get your awesome shit together. In my way. At GBL 316. Hashtag tweet table. The new day that is arriving on Raw came early to this week's SmackDown. It's never good when you come early, fellas. Ain't that? <laughs> I wouldn't know. At Heat Bang. Yeah, because you never come early. You always come when you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. All right. <laughs> There's so no funny. early. It's always on time. <laughs> that was so stupid. At heat bang. Uh, or as uh, DDP would say, heat bang. He says, this is a new one. I think you popped my eardrum doing that, but okay. Heat bang. How about we get a, a sound clip next time for that one? Bang. Yeah, I still don't like it. I mean, I like his name. Bang! But yep, still hurts. Heat bang. Yelling in my ear. Heat bang. Got to wonder, where where do you come up with that Twitter name? Hashtag to the table and tell us what that's derived from. Because it's pretty unique. I haven't heard anything like heat bang. I've heard she bangs. She bangs. She bangs. Says, something to talk about on the show. Hashtag to the table and send us a link. It was via a what culture Oh, yeah. Article, and it was why wrestling needs a union right now. So we did kind of address slightly the idea of punk talking about it. I think thoughts? there should, I, yeah, there absolutely. has to be a union, mm-hmm. especially for it being a global yeah. company. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Anybody that listens to the allwrestling.com weekend review, where yeah. I also participate, take a shot. Uh, we'll hear my thoughts on it this week. But oh. I very specifically. Uh, say they do need something like that. They and I said WWE is the worst about this. They they very purposely refer to their talent as independent contractors. These people are no less independent contractors uh, than anybody in the NBA, anybody in the NFL, mm-hmm. anybody in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Those people are doing the same thing. You're a, a individual talent. Your worth is based on your ability to perform that talent, mm-hmm. and you are on a team. You're on the WWE team right now to help get the WWE over and make money, and you'll make money in the process. Oh, yeah. That's what Major League Baseball players are. That's what NBA players are. That's what NFL players are. Mm-hmm. And you know what they all have? Unions and and collective representation. My two biggest loves in this world, besides myself, <laughs> is pro wrestling and MMA, and neither one has a damn union. Yeah, that's weird. Union up! Union up at Mr. DRG underscore W-I-R. What a waste, or why waste the debut of New Day like that? Please elaborate because I don't get it. Hashtag tweet I think I might be in the same boat you were in with uh, that TNA group that you got such a hard the on The Menagerie. For. Yeah, I think I'm I didn't get a hard on from the Menagerie. I got a hard on for Nux's, like, segments. I was like, 
this is intriguing me. I'm very excited to see what they do with Nux. And I felt the same way about the New Day stuff because I was like, oh, this has so many different ways you can go. And I think it's just, yeah, I think they're. They're one fucking horn tooting clown away from this being the menagerie. Oh, I think they're three and B already. Yep. Very good analogy. Son of a bitch. Of course. Got rid of three and B. We can't get rid of three and B. So what do we do? Get another yuck, yuck, junk, fucking, oh, I can't stand it. Anyway. I hope not. I hope now, not. that's the first impression. Now. It's hard to shake a first impression, If though. what I wanted to happen with this storyline, this is what has to happen first. So, at what point will I stop no, pulling No, this isn't what has to happen first. You have to build them to something. They can't just go in and already fuck up everything. Oh, well, that's true. Like, they, they come in and lose like that. But right. they're, hey, we're having, hey, we're doing uh, uh, fucking rock, right. paper, scissors to get it. Like, you've got to ingratiate, you know. But mm-hmm. W-I-R, cataclysmic. NXT TakeOver R Evolution is a horrible name. I'm just going to call it NXT Revolution. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, R Evolution. Very stupid name. Anytime you start that's doing like puns texting, like this. And a texting. That's a texting. It's just. It's stupid. It reeks of reaching. Mm. Mm. At double A underscore W-I-R. Says, I see Brad Maddox was released from WWE. No. You know what that means. No. The Mad Ox on TNA or Lucha Underground. Hashtag tweet the table. (laughs) Yeah. I've never been more disappointed to be on this show than right now. Double A sent me a Mad Ox clip. (laughs) Because I was going, I think I was pretty close for never having heard an ox. That was just my, here's what I think an ox might possibly sound like. And it's, or, not bad. I'd rather talk about Hornswoggle. Not bad. Then the, the Maddox. I'll say it on air, and we have enough contributors that will remember. I'll give you $100. Yeah. If he debuts in Maddox. As the Maddox. I'll give you $100. (laughs) And, oh, and God. That's, that's oh, God. A once- somebody, please, somebody please get this message to, yeah. to Brad Maddox. And that's a one-sided <laughs> thing. That's a one-sided thing. Yeah, bet. I don't have to give you 100 but Yeah, because yeah. I could always hold out hope. Hey, you yeah, could still have right. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Double A. At Heavy Set. Please never play that again. Heavy Set. 330. After all these years, and the anonymous Raw GM hasn't learned how to use Skype yet? Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> That's a good point. And I want to bring up one thing, too, about this anonymous GM. Uh And people are like, they already said it's Hornswoggle. Let Uh, go of the Hornswoggle. You're stupid. (laughs) People, you're stupid. You know why? Uh. Because anonymous can be for multiple things. Yeah. You could be, we could be, we, we could be the anonymous host of Spanish Announce Table. Never, never tell you our names. Yeah. And someone else can come in, and guess what? If they don't tell you their name either, they're also anonymous. Yeah, they're There's, still the anonymous. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. It doesn't mean not one person is anonymous. You can have multiple people be anonymous. It's called the English language. Fucking yeah. look at a dictionary. Yeah. Nobody said this is the same person every time. Right. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. Fucking retards. Yeah. And just because 
The anonymous raw GM turned out to be Hornswoggle does not mean that this time it has to be Hornswoggle. Anonymous can be multiple people. I guarantee you, though, that if they decide to give up on this, they very well, almost as a meme, be like, fuck it. Swoggle. Right. Go out there. As of right now, let's stop saying, it's already Hornswoggle. No, because if you were fucking intelligent and passed the third grade, you know, or fifth grade, let's just give you the benefit of the doubt, you fucking idiots. You would know what anonymous means. Would you say they're a dumb ox? Don't do it. At Mr. DRG (laughs) underscore WIR. I don't want replicas of the WWE tag titles. I want replicas of the replicas that Mizdow has. <laughs> Hashtag tweet the table. Oh, uh, that was great. Yes. At the Iceman Forever. That's Iceman. I'm convinced you just like the inflection of your I voice. Do. <laughs> <laughs> Says Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. I honestly <laughs> like that team. Hashtag tweet the table. I do too. I thought when they came out, I was like, I'd buy that tag team. With Natty in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, because and, once they break up, even those are going to be great matches. Yeah, so together it's a good match, and yep. then eventually, because yep. WWE hates tag teams for long term, <laughs> yes. it'd be a good match. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Mister DRG underscore WIR again says, technically, should Miz Dow just be sitting there talking in the ring? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, when Miz is doing commentary. Yeah, shouldn't Miz Dow be sitting there just? That's why I said like when he gets tagged in, he should just. Stand there and then get his ass beat because he's just standing there waiting for a tag. Right. You know? Yeah. But that's going too far. I, I Yeah, that's going way too far. Yeah. But I understand what he means. Yeah. And technically, you are correct. Technically, you are correct. The one thing, I like the oos. Wouldn't it? Okay. You go because I was going to say something. Before soft. that. Mm-hmm. No. Because the completely mimicking is not what a stunt double does. No. A stunt double does exactly that. Miz goes and sits out and fucking takes a seat while the stunt double goes in and does the hard manual labor. Yeah, I think they've got a little bit off track with the stunt double thing mm-hmm. because I think now they're just mirroring. Yeah, and that's mirroring. not a stunt it's not double. A At first, it was. He's like, whoa, 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 stunt double, and he'd right. like leave the ring. And but what got over? But what got over was, was the mirroring. Yeah. Was the mirroring, and so now they've went into a mirroring. Yeah, and so because technically a stunt double sits there in his chair or yes. her chair. Yeah, the actor acts uh-huh. when it's time to he do the car be, crash. What do they call? Is it understudy? An what understudy, call, what yeah. What do they call the backup? That's, an understudy, that, yes. yeah. He's technically he an understudy. He's the understudy. Yes. Mm-hmm. At Katie First Lady, stop saying Big Red. It makes me think of chewing gum. Hashtag treat the table. Yeah, that's a dumb nickname. Yeah. But At, I hmm. like Eric Rowan, but I don't like this. Genius. Yeah, I don't know. I, the, I'll i say this. Uh, it's it's got to be tough to find something. I'm trying to be positive and patient. I like that they're pushing a new talent. I'm holding out hope. Just like the new day, mm-hmm. I'm not impressed, mm-hmm. but I'm holding out hope yeah. because I'm positive and patient. I'm no, ending the year. Yes, I am. I'm ending the year great. At double A underscore W I R says, watching episode two of Lucha Underground and Chavo Guerrero not only gave a chair shot to a girl, mm-hmm. but a headshot. Hashtag tweet table. Is it bad that I liked it? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is. Is it bad that you liked it? I liked yeah. it too. At Mister Drg <laughs> underscore W I R. Yeah, we are. It might be, this DRG says, it might be a new day for Kofi, but it's just another ass whooping for truth. Hashtag remember air truth. Hashtag tweet the table. Air truth. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Don't want to remember that, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Do. At the Iceman forever. Adam Rose and the effing bunny are in tag team turmoil. Now that's just plain stupid. What the fuck, WWE? Hashtag 
sweet the table. They love that bunny. They do. They love that bunny. Hey. I don't like it, but I'm still trying to be positive. I heard a commentary from a gentleman on a, a show that will remain nameless so that you don't have to take a shot. Oh, my God, really? And he says he has his four, five, six-year-old, I forget exactly who it was, mm-hmm. his child watching wrestling. And his favorites were Titus O'Neil was one of them. Somebody else, another heel that you wouldn't have thought of, right? And when they saw the bunny, they were like, why is a bunny wrestling? That's stupid. Hello? Mm-hmm. Hello? Mm-hmm. So what you think the kids love, don't even love it! Mm-hmm. Who are we doing this for? This somehow mildly amuses Vince McMahon, and that's it. It's a rib on whoever that is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Oh, really? Guess what? I'm going to put you in a fucking bunny suit. Let, let's hypothetically say it's Sami Zayn because it's been reported that he's been the bunny a few different times. Yeah. This could be what Triple H had to do the hog pin matches. Yeah. This is Sami Zayn having to be a bunny. You're doing the fucking bunny. Mm-hmm. And then we'll push you because we know you're going to be a star because you have it or whatever they think. Mm-hmm. or You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it. I don't know. That's a hypothetical. Mr. DRG underscore WIR. Is anyone else? Wishing they were watching Lucha Underground right now. Hashtag tweet the table. And that was during Raw. Yeah. No. I, I liked it better this week than Raw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I still prefer Raw. Oh, you're crazy. Calm down there, Mr. To Three this episodes. Raw? Oh, now if you're going to go one show and one show. Yeah. But the entire of the organization. Yeah, no, of course not. Yeah, okay, so. No. For the rest of my life, I'm only going to watch three episodes right. of Lucha Underground. Yeah, that's versus, what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. At Katie First Lady... Lady, uh, Nikki is still treating Brie as the second-rate Bella. I still say triple threat at TLC. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, I don't understand. Why is I Brie? I don't understand either. It doesn't, and that's not. That's maybe not their fault. Yeah. Oh, of course they might have been like, uh, let's not do this. So you're gonna like each other, but Nikki, or maybe this. Hey, we wanted you to go out there and pull the heel turn, and you fucking sucked at it. You, you kissed her and you smiled a little bit and you didn't do anything decent after that. You didn't, like, oversell this heel turn. So you're still the... well. So it, you suck. Go back to doing what you were doing because you clearly can't pull this But that's off, a right? riding team thing. No, I think they couldn't pull it off to their liking, so they said, fuck you, just stay a heel. She's going to fucking shit on you. Don't stay a heel, but stay a, a face, and she's going to continue to shit on you. But that wasn't explained. No, I know it wasn't explained. Well, that's a riding team. Yeah, the writing team has to explain. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the writing team's fault. Blue Kazoo 512. Blue Kazoo. This GM sound is annoying. Hashtag to the table. That's it's supposed to be. Yeah. Right? If yeah. you're if you're wanting heat, you don't do things that people like. Yeah, that's it. You want to annoy the people, so they boo. Mm-hmm. At heavy set three three zero. Did I just hear AJ chance? Hashtag to the table. You did. That you was cool. Did. That was cool. Like, knock it off with the CM Punk chance already. At the Iceman forever. So I've seen Cena pick up Big Show to give him an AA. But he couldn't suplex Kane without Ryback's help. Lol. Not so super now. Hashtag tweet the table. That's a LOL. Yeah. Lol. Lol. Yeah, not so super now, is he? Have I ever told you my favorite LOL story? No. So uh, I saw it on Jimmy Fallon. It was like old people... Don't get technology or something right, like that, right? Yeah. 
And this grandmother thought LOL st- uh, stood for lots, lots of, love. of love. Yeah. And they, so the grandmother texts uh, the granddaughter. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Uncle. I think it was like, yeah, hey, hey, Uncle Rick. And yeah. I, I'm making that name up. Yeah, yeah. It, it read, hey, Uncle Rick died. LOL. LOL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, Whoops. I've seen that. Yeah. At Blue Kazoo 512. Next. Oh, excuse me. She says, nice big show. You got little kids that look up to you, and now you're saying it's okay to be a bully? Nice. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, that's... That's how, yeah, that's, that's, that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, we know this. We know this. At Heavy Hitters Pod. Hey, Heavy Hitters. Heavy Hitter. We run some commercial for the Heavy Hitters. Well, it's Heavy Hitter. It's Heavy Hitter Network. I think Steve Austin is the bridge for Punk and Vince to mend their relationship. Hashtag tweet the table. I Hashtag like, HHNet. By the way, check out heavyhitternetwork.com for some damn good shows. Definitely. But what I want you to do, heavy hitter, uh, I want you to tell me why. Yes. Stone Cold and Punk, to my knowledge, aren't friends. Yeah. No, they're cordial. Sure. But what the hell, you know. Well, could he get Punk on a show? No. You think Cabana? You think he, if I if if I've let's just say I create some news in Kansas City, mm-hmm. right? And me and you, right? Mm-hmm. We're good friends. Yep. And let's just say I didn't do this show. Mm-hmm. Come to do your show. Yep. Would you be okay if I then broke more news on say Hank, Hank's <laughs> show? Well, that's not Hank's show. If it was you break some news in the world of MMA. And I bring you on to my MMA show because mm-hmm. we're buddies. Mm-hmm. We're some dudes. Mm-hmm. And you break the news. And then and then I and say, then Dana White responds mm-hmm. on Ariel, Re- Hawani. Ariel Hawani's thing. Mm-hmm. And you go on to Ariel Hawani's. That makes sense to me. I'm no, like, okay. I would I would be mad. I would, no. Help me out with the publicity. Right. And, yeah. I would stay true to yeah. my art of wrestling pal. Yeah. My best friend. The Spanish announce table. Even though yeah. I fired you from it. No. <laughs> I can't even fire you. <laughs> At Blue Kazoo 512. First of all, we're not getting paid for this. <laughs> so nobody's getting fired, all right? All right. So, all right. Now I'm all sad. <laughs> Man, don't fire me. I, I can't fire you. This is yours as equally as it is mine. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, man. You're fired. Uh-huh. As soon as I find a better host. Blue Kazoo 512. <laughs> Fuck, you know how many stupid asses are going to be like, oh, I can do a better job. Do Blue Kazoo 512. It's definitely a new and improved Fondango, but Rosa is not, and she can't dance. Get him a new dancing partner. Hashtag tweet the table. Who said that? Blue Kazoo. You think this is a new and improved? New and improved Fondango. It's a salsa dancer instead of a ballroom yeah. dancer. What's new? Well, okay, I get nothing, the new. Yeah. But what's improved? I don't think any of it's improved. Yeah. Can he? I already said it. Negron! I'm being positive and patient. Yeah. Negron. Love the Stone Cold stare at Vince after asking when Macho is going into the Hall of Fame. Hashtag Stone Cold Podcast. Hashtag to the table. Hashtag long overdue. There was a couple different times where Stone Cold stared at him, especially with the pro wrestling and sports entertainment thing. Mm-hmm. They kind of. Yeah. Stone yeah, Cold yeah, yeah. was like, hey. Hey. Being a dick. But Vince dick. McMahon, to his credit, was like, no, this is sports entertainment. I've seen you play guitar and sing with a cowboy hat on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Heavy hitters pod. If Vince McMahon believes the fans make the superstars, how would he explain Zack Ryder never being top of the card material? Hashtag tweet table. Because listen, Zack Ryder had a following. 
And Zack Ryder was popular with people that watch internet videos. That is not the majority of the wrestling crowd. Mm. Well, I mean, they might watch internet wrestling videos, but he certainly, a top of the card has to involve a lot of things. Zack Ryder is not. I don't think he was given the opportunity. Yeah, but Zack Ryder's not giving you a WrestleMania main event match. Well, in my defense of him, mm-hmm. because I'm positive and patient, I think he could at least got, and again, I'm using ECW because mm-hmm. ECW mm-hmm. to me is my favorite of all yeah. time. But he at least could have had the Mikey Whiprack role. Yeah. Where how many matches did Mikey have mm-hmm. with Mick Foley, sure. Sandman, sure. Steve Austin, mm-hmm. uh, Shane Douglas? Were the megastars they were in the. Not in that organization. Shane Douglas in, was a ECW. champ. ECW, yeah. So if he was right now in ROH, maybe that would be a different story. Well, he was in WWE, and he okay. still had a good yeah. push. But here's the, here's the thing. And he got ruined by a broken with back. the way his video were, he couldn't be anything but a Santino-like character. Because they were goofy, look at me, I'm a half an idiot videos. You're saying we couldn't... We couldn't uh... He couldn't be serious. Yeah, we couldn't push this to a serious level. We could. Eh. Look, if they're not giving Cesaro that spot, certainly not going to give it to Zack Ryder. Well, that was at a different time. Yes. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Now we even, understand. Even in that, even if you were able to merge the two together, Zack Ryder found a niche in in his ability to connect with fans online. But I think if you write the story a little bit different, you could have, one, made him serious, and two, you could have pushed him to be, and again, I'm not saying the champion, mm-hmm. but like I said, Mikey Whiprack, where mm-hmm. it was continuing. Yeah. Because if you would have made that that love story with him, Eva... Was a it, little more serious. Yeah. yeah. Is it, is e- it? Eva Marie. No. No. Eve Torres. Eve Torres, I'm Eve sorry. Eve Torres. Yeah, Eve Torres and John Cena. If you would have brought those three things and made it a... Soap opera love story? Sure. Well, now we get them serious, and now we actually have something real. Just saying. Kiwi Tuts. Kiwi. Didn't. Kiwi. Didn't ever answer if it was Kiwi Tuts or Toots. Kiwi Toots. I know it's Kiwi Tuts. I just want to keep saying Toots. That's one we should bring back. Call a girl Toots at the bar sometime. What's up, Toots? We're going to need new chairs in here, too. Yeah, I've got a new chair. Got one of the new chairs. There's new chairs all throughout the uh, throughout the studio. You know what I didn't get? A raise. A raise. <laughs> At Kiwi Tuts, whoever that screaming girl is sitting near the uh, announcer's table needs to put a sock in it. She's doing my head in. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, you would think they would make her leave or move or tell her to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. GBL 316 Hashtag tweet table Hashtag random raw thought What if CM Punk is the anonymous raw GM Mm-mm. What Oh and, and Vince Shut down the whole Shane McMahon thing mm. He's like no nope. He left He left. I kind of wanted him to go yeah. He kind of wanted yeah, to go it just <laughs> Wasn't working out And again that could be a, a, you know, a story Because you. you never believe anything in progress. Never. I think if CM Punk Man, I don't think – I feel like the raw anonymous Raw GM is a heel, and I don't think they would bring Punk back as a heel. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that's the only reason why I don't think it will be. At WIR Cataclysmic, am I the only person that thinks Big E looks out of place in this New Day stable? Hashtag to the table. No. No, I think you're he, not the only one. Yeah. No, I think he fits right in. No, I think he looks out of place. I think he's more of the preacher-like than the other two. 
Yeah, I just don't. You know, I'm not buying it. Double A underscore W I R. It was awesome. Awesome. You were yelling a lot. To see, I had some coffee before. Yeah. To see Noelle Foley with her dad on TV. She is H A W T. What? I hope she has a great wrestling career if she chooses. Hashtag tweet the table. I asked for that shirt for Christmas. What? Soft? Uh-huh. Soft? Uh-huh. Yeah, not hot, obviously, but soft. Soft? soft. Yeah, I asked for it. That's great. I, yeah. They have their names on the back, and I'm, and again, I like them, but I was like, yeah, eh, but I'll, I know. I'll, I'll it's it's much it. better if it's soft. Yeah, just say soft. Soft? And then I can tell you what it's about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, what is that? Right. be like, that's you. Because yeah. you're S A. WFT soft. soft. You should be like, oh, this, this is you. Mm-hmm. Because there's only one word to describe you, and I'm going to spell it out for you. Yeah. Don't do that. They make me smile. They do. They're great. God. And it's even the same thing. I mean, like, it's coming out the same thing, mm-hmm. but it's just so good. I love it. Follow him on Instagram, too. He's fun to follow yeah. on Instagram. And follow Enzo? us. Enzo? Enzo, yeah. And follow us. And follow uh, us at Table Show. At table, no, Tweet Table. Tweet Table on Instagram. Uh-huh. Yes, you were saying Instagram. On Twitter, it's at Table Show. On Facebook, it's Facebook.com slash The Spanish Announce Table Podcast. Moving on. At Hallmark of Swede, hashtag Tweet Table. Our truth is still employed. Why? Hey, someone has to be the jobber. Somebody has to be the jobber. He was gone for a while. Didn't he have a kid? I think he had a kid. I don't know. And he was working on an album, uh, which is going to be great. But, no, the, the <laughs> role of a jobber has to, like, like industry guys like Jericho and Austin say, there has to be guys that loses to make the other people look good. Yeah. So I get it. Mm-hmm. And, hey. And he gives a decent match. And, look. His he, character's Because he's getting, me. I, he, hey. Pay not, me right now to go out there and get and make these other guys look good. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Especially if you're not like, it's okay to not have this burning, yearning desire to be the number one guy of all time. There's plenty of people who want that. Well, and he's at the end of his career. Yeah. How long yeah. has he been doing this? Yeah. Here's Forever. what here's what our truth might have a better grasp on than anybody else. He might realize, you know what? I'm probably never going to be the WWE champion. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't really give a shit. Hey, I want to make. The, I want to make my friends look good yeah. and help new talent. They're paying me. They're letting me take time off to go have a baby, rather his wife, and make a fucking shitty rap album. I mean. I owe them got, something. He's got yeah. a fucking great job. Yeah. yeah. I need to go out here and make this fucking guy look good. Yeah, so I like it. At Kiwi Tuts, started the show, JBL said he hated the anonymous general manager. Come back after the first break, and now he loves it. What the fuck? Hashtag to the table. Well, he's the heel. Inconsistent. Mm, nope, staying positive and patient. What? Nope, staying positive. No, what? Patient. You can be positive and patient. And tell me what you're regarding. I think I'm off the JBL train. Yeah. I don't want to. Nope. I I don't know. There's I, moments I know... where I feel that same way, but there's also moments where I'm like, yeah, he's good. Right. And he's still learning, so let's hope that he can sure keep learning. Hallmark of Swede. Hashtag tweet table. T Mac. Yes. You prefer stick figure Brie over physically fit Nikki. That's okay. It's your opinion. It makes me question your sanity. Hallmark's got a good head on his shoulders. Uh, I will. Hold on. Can I respond? Yes. Uh, I saw them both up close. Uh-huh. Third row, to be uh-huh. exact. Uh, Brie is not a stick figure. Uh, you... 
She's not. Mm-hmm. There are girls downtown Westport and Power and Light that are way skinnier than her. And they're stick figures. Right. Yes. She's not. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Skinny now is stick figures. Okay, she's a fat stick. That makes no sense. At GBL three sixteen hashtag. Have you ever seen some fat? Have you ever seen some sticks on the ground? And one was fatter than the other. It was still a fucking stick. Fat stick. Yeah. What is this? Fat stick. My nickname in high school. Boom. Bada boom. Real scatterope. At GBL three sixteen hashtag tweet the table hashtag random raw thought. What if CM Punk? Is Adam Rose's bunny? <laughs> <laughs> See, he did a slow build yeah, there on yeah. that one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> slow build. All right. I wonder if he set up that first one with the anonymous GM so he could later set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah GBL is one of those deep thinkers. He's a good one. WIR Cata, Cliz, Mick. Another guest host next week. Fucking hell. At least it's someone I know if that's any upside. Hashtag tweet the table. Cataclysmic. Who is the guest host next week? Well, he's not a guest host. He's hosting the Slammies, and it's Seth Green. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that makes uh, sense. Yeah. Hey, if you're going to bring in a Hollywood guy, have him do a Hollywood thing, like host an award show. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. That's what he does even now. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. yeah, that's perfect. Yep. And he's a genuine fan. Uh, so be positive. And you haven't yeah. seen it yet, so be patient. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> That look was awesome. <laughs> T-Mac. Hey. <laughs> hey, we're ending the year strong. Woo! We had some speed bumps, but we're ending we the are year ending strong. strong. That hallmark of sweet hashtag tweet table. I think the IWC is overthinking the New Day faction, and that's why you all be disappointed with them. Look, even if I wasn't overthinking it and I said this is exactly what they're going to be, I'd still be pretty fucking disappointed. Hey, I'm still holding that hope. Yeah, okay. I am. Yeah. I am. Dearmud PC. Oh, is that a new one? No, uh, Dearmud. Darmud. Oh, Dearmud. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Could we see a Ziggler-Harper-IC title ladder match at TLC? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. That would be fun. I hope you're right. Mm-hmm. I hope you're right. I wish they would dig in deeper into how they're polar opposites. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, I've got money yes. and your girlfriend. And your girlfriend. And I'm the coolest guy in the room. Coolest guy in the room. And I'm the other guy that uh, is creepy, mm-hmm. scares your parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have just found a bug in my underwear. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. At Zach Guitar 13 hashtag tweet table. Great storytelling on Raw this week. The story is to make the show dog shit that we literally beg for Triple H to come back, right? Hey, it's an off week. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, know yeah. what, you know what they were building to. Yeah. Here, Here's what I feel about last night's Raw, Monday's mm-hmm. Raw. We're, we're recording this on a Tuesday uh, for new listeners. I feel it was we all know... Everyone is looking forward to the Vince McMahon Stone Cold interview. So why do something crazy mm-hmm. that would get overshadowed? Yeah. Let's just hypothetically say that Randy Orton returned, right? Yeah. Guess what we still would have talked about the first Vince segment? Vince McMahon's podcast. Exactly. Well, Stone Cold's. Well, Stone Cold's podcast. Yeah, yeah. Vince McMahon was on Vince McMahon's it. podcast appearance. So it was, a, it was a let's have this be the moment yeah. because anything. Filler. Yeah. 
That's very typical on on post big pay per views. Mm-hmm. The next couple of weeks are kind of okay. What do we do now? When they sum up everything like they just did, right? Yeah. The downside to that is, uh, what now? My only thing is, I would transition since the authority figure is out. Transition that to the second tier storyline and push since it's being continued. The Dean Ambrose Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Why is that not closing uh, your show? Mm-hmm. That's what all I said. Double A underscore W I R. We now know why Rowan is weird. He is a genius, winemaker, and likes to play Rubik's cubes, or as Captain would say, he's a nerd. Hashtag tweet the table. I ain't. I feel him. there's a difference in genius people like that and nerds. Look at you trying to defend smart people because you are one. Nerds. Yeah, but you're are trying to defend. Totally different. Yeah, but you see, I, I am smart. The, so no, the the very also not the, a nerd. the highly intelligent. There are some nerds that are highly intelligent. Most of them. There's also some nerds that are fucking stupid. There's some highly intelligent people that are cool dudes. There's some highly intelligent people that are fucking nerds. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of that way. Takes all kinds. I'm not one to judge. Except about nerds. I judge them pretty heavily. Yeah, you do. That's that is your battle. <laughs> like I think there's some battles that I fight against some of our You listeners. said you agreed with me. Well no, hold on. Let me finish my point mm-hmm. before you caffeine just cut me off. You there, know what I don't like? There's some battles <laughs> that I have with our listeners and also the IWC that I feel like you support me in, but I'm at the front line. But this one, I think you're at the front line, and I support you. There's no you. battle. There's a bunch of nerds in wrestling. Right, but I think some of those nerds I are kind of offended that you call them nerds. Well, they're nerds. I mean, look, I'm not saying you're less of a person because you're a nerd. You're just a nerd, and we don't mix. <laughs> Jesus. Nerds, you can hang out with me. <laughs> nerds. You can hang out with me. No, you can't. You yeah. just said you don't no, mix you can with hang me. Out. I'm just going to be like, I'm going to hang out with this nerd right now. <laughs> What? I'm not judging and I'm not putting him down. You are too. You said, I guess I'm just going to hang out with this nerd tonight. You couldn't even say that positive. Honey, we got some nerds coming over. So it's going to suck for a couple hours. Make sure the, you know, make sure the fucking Xbox One is fired up. At Hallmark of Sweet. (laughs) That is your battle. I have a PlayStation 3. Uh, (laughs) Uh, At, actually, Dearmid. He says, P.S., it's pronounced Deermid. Silly nerds. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. Thanks, though. That's what I was asking for is exactly how to pronounce it. So it's Deermid. D-I-A-R-M-U-I-D. How could I not get that? At Hallmark of Swede. Hashtag tweet the table. Do you think Steve Austin was too lenient with Mr. McMahon on his podcast? I think either he was or he was a bit rushed. I feel like he was a bit rushed. The coolest line of either podcast, the coolest fucking moment probably of this year yeah. in pro wrestling Yeah, to me. You got a shit ton of retweets on your comment yeah. about this. Was, was Stone Cold cuts off Vince. He goes, yeah. hey, you got a minute. Yeah. Well, tell me in my ear, you got 60 seconds. He goes, what? We just started. Well, you got 60 seconds. And he goes, well, I own this network, Yeah. so we're going to do another 15 yeah. minutes. And I was like, what a boss move. Yeah. God, that was amazing. And you know, that created some havoc, because now what the fuck did we do? Our whole oh, time shit. skills yeah, yeah. are so, oh, God, yeah. I got to stay over for two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know how that is. We're on that end. Like, shit. 
And that was just such a boss yeah. move. Yeah. yeah. I don't even like talking like that, but that's all it was. Yeah. It was a boss move. Like, yeah. I fucking run this yeah. shit. Be like, no, no. 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 We're not yeah, gonna we go got off. 60 minutes, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. We'll go 75. Final one. Kiwi God, Tuts. Awesome. Hashtag wow. That Steve Austin podcast show with Vince McMahon was pretty incredible. Never expected it to be that open. Hashtag to the table. Hashtag must watch. Going back to the one before the last one, though, when he said, do you think he's too lenient? Yeah, yeah. Oh, did we not answer that shit? I'm sorry. Uh, I don't think he was too lenient. And I also thought he was rushed, but I think he was not asking everything because in my mind, they knew they hit a home run and we got, we have to ask other things later. We got more to do later, man. And I think we're going to get asked about this again. So I'll just share it in the next one. (laughs) But Hey, Hey, you know what we got next? I keep getting older. They stay the same age. But you know what we got next? We haven't talked about it. Uh, Yeah. Chris Goff. Chris Goff. We haven't talked about that yet. I don't feel like we have. God damn, we suck sometimes. Rare. Very rare. (laughs) Very rare. Chris Goff, owner of Metro Pro Wrestling, former writer for WWE. He's been on the show before. Mm -hmm. Good friend of the show. Got a show coming up. If you're in Kansas City, rated R. Rated R. We're calling you out on this one. We better see you. I'll be there 100%. And we better see you. But this Saturday, Turner Rec Center, Kansas City, Kansas. He's doing another show. Has Adam Pierce in the main event versus Ace Steel. Last time in Kansas City. Also has Jeremy Wyatt. Got the commission. The, the commission. commission. Taking on the Killer City Kings. Oh, man. It's going to be a great show. If you can make it to Kansas City by Saturday night and you need to stay in a hotel, it's going to be worth it. Saturday night, Chris Goff. We've got him talking about it next. We also have him reviewing his last show where he fucking saw Iceman throw a, a shopping, shopping cart, cart at someone's in face. In a man's face. Yeah. In a man's face. Could be my funnest moment of the wrestling year. It was great. It was great. It was great. Oh, hey, guys. Hey. And as bad as it can get, remember it can get just as good. Be positive. Who are you? I'm trying to end strong. Support me. You are really trying. I really am. <laughs> You're like really. I really your am. Heart. Well, because I felt like I went <laughs> off on the whole anonymous thing, and that's just kind of a, a grammar. Like fucking be smart and have common sense, because I'm sure, not that smart, yeah. and if I get it, you better fucking get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Nerds. All right, hashtag <laughs> the table. That was fun. Stick around for the interview and then after the interview. Mm-hmm. Emails. Come on. With this interview, you're not going to want to miss this one. When we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which team hack? You know where that's at? It's on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and. Smile every day, but here's my fun fact there is a teddy bear in each of every, excuse me, there's a teddy bear in every Dutch police car in case there's something troubling happening to a child. Be happy. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Just what is a trending topic? A trending topic is a word or phrase that is tagged at a greater rate than other tags. This is a trending topic. Hashtag twos. Stop growing up and grow down with Jack and Brian as they rejoin the Trending Topics Network. Hashtag tweet the table. Get ready to have your face slammed through a table of wrestling knowledge as Captain Awesome and T-Mac bring you the Spanish announce table. Hashtag weekend box office. 
Join Mr. Old School and his panel of critics as they are your one-stop shop for all your movie-related news. Hashtag mobile technology. Take a bite out of the mobile space on trending mobile technology as Piper the DJ breaks down iOS, Microsoft, BlackBerry, and many things in between. This is the brand new Trending Topics Network. Better check in every day. Because you never know what's going to be trending next. Sports fans, want to talk about sports? Check out 44 Sports on the Heavy Hitter Network. Is where we talk about the latest in the NFL, NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball. We will have sports trivia and be fan interactive. So subscribe to the Heavy Hitter Network on iTunes, Google Play, or other platforms. Or go to heavyhitternetwork.com. Can you go 444? Subscribe and download 44 Sports on the Heavy Hitter Network and find out. Welcome to the second hour-ish of the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. T-Mac. Hey, what's up? Dude. We are pumped this second hour. Pumped. We got another interview. Yeah, this we is two weeks in a row. Week. Now we got one two weeks in a row. I hardly know what to do with myself. I know. So. And, and this week we are joined by a returning guest, uh, the owner-operator, CEO, the man with the plan of Metro Sports, uh, located here in Kansas City, Chris Goff. Chris, are you with us? Yeah, hey guys, how you doing? Doing good, Great. man. Hey, first off, thanks again so much for uh, being back on the show. We really appreciate it. Typically, when we do these interviews, we kind of expect to, everyone to just kind of run away from us. So, thanks Yeah, again. most people told me to do that, but I thought I'd give you another shot. Well, right. we appreciate it. We definitely yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Well, hey, let's get uh, first into the, the last show. You know, uh, the last Metro Pro show was amazing. It was Tim's. It. Tim, it was your first. It was my first in-person Metro Pro show. I'd seen it yeah, on TV. Yeah, where have you been for five years? <laughs> well, I was in Germany from 2010 to, well, from 2007 to 2010. Okay. And then, uh. When I got back, I I honestly didn't know Metro Pro existed see, for a he's, while. He's just trying to stretch this. No, I, see, I'm not Kansas <laughs> City born and raised. Because of my huge advertising budget, you did not know we existed. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, that and I'm not Kansas City born and raised. I'm from Manhattan, a couple hours down the road, you know. Sure, uh, I understand. So, so when I was flipping through the channels and saw Metro Pro, I thought, well, hot damn. Right. <laughs> might not have been my exact words, but yeah, no. And then uh, then uh, your your long. A break that had to happen for various reasons, and sure, and I sure. thought maybe I would never get the chance, and I was surprised and very happy to have had the chance. And I, it was a great show, to be honest. It was my first ever independent show, live and in person, to be honest, too. Yeah, you know, um, independent wrestling is a whole uh, animal to itself. Um, uh, and we talked about this before, but um, I worked for WWF, WWE, mm-hmm. uh right out of college i was interning there and so i got to do that for several years and obviously that's a turned into a when i got when i was there that turned into a publicly held company and a just a conglomerate huge thing into itself and then to come back to kansas city where i'm from and to start independent wrestling i really had no idea what i was getting into and i still really don't but it's a it's a it's a whole animal that is hard to describe uh, I think before that I before I actually got involved in independent wrestling as a promoter, I had maybe gone to five or six independent shows myself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, it's just not you know it's not something I, I grew up watching WWF yeah, and yeah. Um, 
independent wrestling to me uh, wasn't really exciting unless I saw like, oh, uh, Jimmy Superfly Snook is on that card. Mm-hmm. So you know, so uh, getting in, involved in the underground world of it has been uh, has been an interesting endeavor. Well, some of the highlights, especially for me from your last show, I think you know, obviously the Jeremy Wyatt match was was really top notch. But I think what we both walked away from, and we got to know him since the show, was uh, yeah. Iceman throwing a shopping cart at another wrestler. So, in his face. <laughs> yeah, in his face. So my first question to you as the promoter is, did you know that spot was going to happen? And what was your reaction when a shopping cart was thrown into the face of another performer <laughs> of yours? Well, that was, uh, of course, Iceman was involved with that, but the, the other man involved in that match is, is Pete Madden, the human yes. wrecking ball, as he's mm. known, and uh, he is just a—he's a psychotic guy to himself. He's a nicest guy, very McFoley-ish on the independent level. Gotcha. Uh, he's yeah. been around. He's like you know, Pete's like mid to high forties now, and uh, you know, he was he's the nicest guy in the world, Pete Madden. Mm. Uh, but he's also the guy that is a sadist and doesn't feel any pain. <laughs> so when you know, like the shopping cart to the face, uh, I knew that was going to happen. Pete usually gives me a pretty good rundown of the high spots he's going to be using, but he's also the guy that you got to reel in because Pete would almost slice his head off in every match if you allowed him to do it. <laughs> so you know, it's just Pete, Pete we Madden can't have the match buzz before off. that had you know had it, it was having his head slammed, and it's one of the last times I, I've ever had blood. I don't really like to have blood a lot now. Just you know, twenty years ago, it was the lifeblood of NWA and everything was cool. The blood everywhere, you know, blah blah. blah twenty, thirty, forty years ago, I should say. Sure, yeah. But but now it's just scary. I don't know. <laughs> you know, liability is a big thing in my world, too, but I just mm-hmm. don't want to. Uh, but Pete is the guy that would bleed every match, and he would do anything to his body just for the enjoyment of fans. And he had his head smashed into a bunch of thumbtacks once, and he got up, and he had thumbtacks all over his forehead, and that was a match we had. And, uh, yeah, so that that is something that uh, I expected, and uh, he never gets hurt by any of that stuff. That's that's incredible. I like how so calmly you described all of those things yeah. too. Like, oh, thumbtacks. So he took a lawnmower <laughs> and he fired it up sure. and he ran over his foot just to you know just to punk the other guy out. Yeah, no. yeah he's a he's a he's a. I'm really glad. See, I knew him when I was when I was going to University of Missouri. There was an independent promotion there called Midwest Renegade Wrestling. Pete was on a few of those shows. I went up there, met him there, and he was doing crazy stuff there. There's another guy that's crazy on the independent scene called Madman Pondo. Mm-hmm. Um, they're friends, and I mean, if you ever had those two in a match, it would just be, I mean, it just nuts, but lots of blood, lots of just, you know, they, they do, Pondo does like light tubes and all that other really crazy stuff, but uh, Pete is, uh, what, I had to sort of turn him what we knew, we had the new phrase of hardcore light, which I had to have him like, okay, this is hardcore light, because it's going to be, I want it to be a little, I want it to be more family oriented, so I don't really want you to bleed everywhere and just do horrible things to your body, but um, he was he, he he will himself say thank you. You know, Chris will have to reel me in every show because I'm willing to go do anything, and that's that's Pete Matt, and that's why I loved him. Well, that's good, and uh, yeah, maybe a PG-13 kind of a thing you got to <laughs> tell him. So, listen, let's uh, a question I've kind of had, uh, and this is more a little more conceptually and less about exactly Metro Pro, but so running an independent promotion like that, I, I, like last time you were there, you had you had local guys, so you had uh, you know some local guys. You had the what the the Killer City Kings were there. You had a uh, uh, Dan Walsh is coming around, mm-hmm. but then you also have guys like ACH, and you also even have bigger names from uh, that Stevie people Richards. know. You have Stevie Richards. So how does a promoter like yourself? How do you balance that? Because obviously big names are going to draw people in, but yet there also comes the stigma of 
oh, it's just a bunch of people just coming in to collect a paycheck and get out of here. Like, what? That's got to be a difficult thing to manage through, I would imagine. You know, like, uh, you know, I have this talk, I talk with my buddies all the time. Indie wrestling or, or wrestling in general it has just obviously changed from when I was a child and loved it. Um, it's different now. There's not a lot of. There's one there's one major place to work. Obviously, sure. we know where that is. So right. after that, it's uh, there's no real territories. There's no place to make money. So you know, even like guys like Derek Stone, who was on our roster when he first started, he could make a living as an independent wrestler. He was he never had a contract with WWF at the time or anything. Right. He would be able to work a couple, two, three, four matches a week and make a living. Uh, he was also a trainer at Harley Races Academy, and, and you could do that. But nowadays, you just can't do it. Yeah. So, so it's attracting less people. I think you know, and, and Tom, Thomas, you would know this. Like, um, MMA is taken away mm-hmm. from wrestling, and and because it's more cutting edge, it's a new thing, whatever. Although I do think MMA sort of applies to other, maybe on the way down. But I don't know what that means for wrestling. I don't know if that's going to help or not. But a lot of guys that used to go into wrestling are now going into MMA or some other kind of combat sport. So it's that's hurt it. So, like, in Kansas City, maybe 20 years ago, you could have had a bunch of people here and just used all locals all the time, maybe bring in a big star every once in a while. That's what Harley did for many years that he had his school in mid-Missouri or even uh, in Springfield or near Kansas City. But now it sort of requires you to sort of branch out, especially here in Kansas City, because we've talked about this. Like, you know, we have state athletic commissions that still regulate pro wrestling in both Kansas and Missouri, yeah, and right. that makes it hard for a lot of promoters and people to want to run because there's just, there's a lot of rules, there's there's fees, and something that doesn't really make a lot of money. I mean, in the in, independent wrestling at best is a break even endeavor as as a quote unquote business. It's more of a hobby, is all I look at it as. I don't want to lose money, uh, right. but I but it's fun to uh, to put together a show as far as the guys we use. I, I use what I believe are the best local guys, and um, in different roles. I like I like a circus environment. I like I like some pure wrestling. I like some comedy. I like some hardcore light. I like some uh, female matches. Uh, you know, I like it all. I don't like just one set. You know, some shows are all strong style or all whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I like different things. So when I say best, I mean at the role that I want them to play. But um, but you know, there's a, we bring in a ton of guys from St. Louis. Derek Stone drives in from Hill City, South Dakota, every yeah, time. Yeah. Which is a long drive. <laughs> yeah. Pete Madden drives in from uh, Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, we bring in a bunch of guys from Iowa, uh, a bunch of guys from, so we had some guys from Oklahoma. You know, so they're all around. If I could only, if I only had to use the guys in Kansas City, that would be incredibly limiting, I think. Right. Um, oh, sure, yeah. So it's, so the big names are cool. Um, as a fan myself, it's always, and as a, as a guy that likes to put a television show together, which is why I started doing this to begin with, like, it's cool to have those guys involved because, um, it's fun to sort of have, uh, the stars that you've seen internationally to come in and like, you get to sort of direct them to do fun things backstage or whatever. Stevie Richards is great at that being the right to center character. That was fun to do. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, you know, they, again, they come with an expense and there's just not a lot of money to be made. And it's funny because once I've... Since I've started this, there's so many promoters around the country, locally around the country, that come in and they have these grandeur ideas. They, they, they're going to take over. They're going to be the new number two right. DNA stinks. Mm-hmm. We're going to blow all this money doing this. And it's just, I mean, I think you have to come to the realization that there's just no money in it right, right now. Right. So it's hard. Well, it's hard. kind of the, the positive side of, the, of that, at least from my eyes, is when you brought in a guy like Stevie Richards, the, the thing that 
opened my eyes, and maybe yeah. it's because I've been on the other side of the curtain, and I know how when big-name talent's brought in, sometimes an ego is brought in. But, man, he he looked to be so amazing to work with. I remember when uh, you guys were putting up the documentary – I think he was actually like plugging in the yeah, projector he was setting and stuff. Up the projector. And I just thought that was just so amazing. Talk, talk to us a little bit about how it was working with him and, and kind of just how it was having him around. I've been well, Stevie, Steve Richards, great guy. Um, and that sort of goes back to like the one advantage I have over other people is that I did get to know a lot of those guys mm-hmm. through the years. So um, I'm pretty selective of who I bring in because of the reasons you say it is difficult. There's a lot of there's a lot of things. People have huge egos, sure. They want a lot of money that's not really what they should be making in today's market. Uh, you you have, um, you know, they don't want to ever lose or whatever. Right. You know, they don't want to ever help anybody else out. So I try to be selective. Tommy Dreamer has, was great. Trevor Murdoch was great. Um, Adam Pierce and Cole Cabana have been very good. Adam Pierce is my favorite of all time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Stevie Richards. I, I knew, got to know him really well because when I worked at WWF, he really wanted to, uh, he was always the guy that was staying late, wanted to help with the dot-com or whatever, do more stuff to help his character out, write an article for the magazine at the time. Like, he would do a lot of that, and he was he's just a smart guy. Like, if Stevie had a different upbringing and a different background, I think he would have been, like, a very successful blank. He could have done, he could have done anything, but he started wrestling so young, mm-hmm. and he's done it for 25 years now. That, uh, that he is what he is at this point, but he um, he was great. He actually the reason why he was helping put that uh, helping us put that documentary uh, the the film the projector in the ring for that documentary was because he actually um, the very first time I brought him in when he did that right to censor gimmick he came in and got and he's very regimented if you know, if, if Stevie's yeah. anything he's routine mm-hmm. he works out like ten times a day. And he does, like, you know, he has to have a shake, every protein shake every, like, two and a half hours. You know, whatever right. it is. He's crazy. Right. But I remember I was, like, I was paying all the guys afterwards, and he was like, so you're going to take me to the hotel? And I'm like, well, no, Stevie. Like, i got to put help put stuff together, pay everybody, say goodbye. You know, because all the wrestlers, like, the, they're friends. They're brothers. They like to sit and talk forever. Right. So I'm like, I'll take you back. And, no, i got to go now. Like, come on, Stevie. And so hearing this, uh, the lady that, that runs Turner Rec on a daily basis, her name is Camelia, she's like, well, Chris, uh, we can take him home. And I'm like, well, would you do that? Yeah, okay. Well, they drive him home to, to this hotel. It was up by the airport. They come back, and they're like, he is such a great guy. And he had struck up a relationship with these people that worked at Turner, and so he eventually started doing freelance work for them social media-wise because that's what he sort of did for a job at the moment. He was a social media expert. And then uh, he ended up getting a job full-time at Turner Rec. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so he actually huge. lived in Kansas City, but he recently he recently took another job, so he doesn't live here anymore. Uh-huh. But he was working at Turner Rec at the, at the last show. That is amazing. <laughs> very funny. Yeah, you, you turn one gig into a full-paying job with the venue you're at. Yeah. That, that's awesome. That doesn't happen very often. <laughs> a lot of things have to fall in place. So. Right. Yeah, obviously. But definitely a, a unique story. Well, let's talk a little bit now about your next show. It's it's this Saturday, December 6th. Uh, the main event, Ace Steel versus Adam Pierce. The first thing I want to ask you, though, about this event is the poster just alone was so incredible. Who designed that? Where did that design come from? Was that you or someone else? Or that was It was either Adam Pierce or Adam Pierce's buddy. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that looked like a throwback to, like, the Pro Wrestling Illustrated days, you know, when you would see mm-hmm. the magazines everywhere. It was just such a unique look, and I think it's actually uh, for sale 
on Pro Wrestling Tees. I think you can actually yeah, actually, buy the shirt yeah, yeah. of the of the thing. But in this match, you have it says for the last time in Kansas City, A Steel versus Adam Pierce. Tell us a little bit about kind of obviously it's teacher versus student, but what else is is the main storyline going into this? Well, I mean, A Steel was at our last show, mm-hmm. and um, I've always heard about A Steel. Obviously, like he he was he's been around for a very long time. He had great runs and in Ring of Honor and has had guest spots doing Donald Trump or whatever at WWF. So everybody knows his connection to CM Punk, Cole Cabana, Adam Pierce, the, the, the whole Second City Saints and all that. Um, but he, um, he lives in Missouri, so he had retired, you know, or it wasn't really working much anymore. And, uh, you know, you, you see that. Like, this is, like any wrestling, they, they go in cycles, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, even like Bob Holly now, just to go on a tangent, he is now doing indie shots. But when he first left, he was like, I'm not doing that. Right, <laughs> but what right, happens right, yeah. is, as you know, as wrestling fans, like even if you have a period of time where you're like, I hate WWE or I hate TNA or whatever, you will eventually come back around. Because oh, it's yeah. just, I don't know, it's just inside you. It's in your blood, you know? yeah. So, um, so Ace, I started, I saw he was working on an occasional show for like Harley. And, I was, and so I, I contacted him, and he's a really great guy. And um, I was like, hey, if you're ever interested in, in uh, working, let me know. And uh, then I, then we went on a hiatus for a while, and he was about ready to start with us. I was like, sorry, we're not going to be around for a while. <laughs> but then he came back. Our last show was great. And um, I, I, it was only natural that him and Adam should have a match. Adam told me that uh, this could very well be his last match in Kansas City. Um, I don't necessarily think Adam is calling it a retirement, but I do know that Adam, as you know, has been like traveling the world oh, yeah. at a record setting pace for years now. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I, I think he's, I think his body's banged up. I mean, you know, it was just a couple of years ago, the guy had like major neck issues and they were, the doctor was telling him he didn't even know if he could like, you know, do anything ever again. And right. he's been still doing a ton. So, um, you know, I, I was, I was talking with Adam. I'm like, who, you know, I was like, who would you like to wrestle in your possible last match here? And he said, uh, he thought about it for a while, and I don't know, a couple weeks later, he said, how about Ace? I'm like, oh, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. So um, so that's really how that came about. And then the other match that kind of jumps off the page for me as I'm looking at the, the kind of the, uh, the card is Jeremy Wyatt versus Derek Stone. And the interesting thing is they've never faced each other in singles competition. Yeah. Was that something that just was like, oh, hey, guess what? We've never done this before? Or were they building to this? You know what I mean? Like, it just seems like they would have faced each other a hundred times, but it's never happened. Yeah, I know, especially in the world of indie wrestling. Right. Where they, you know, you're in the same federations for years and you never wrestle for some reason. Exactly. Yeah, it's really weird. They've been in, like, tags and stuff before mm-hmm. on different sides or maybe even on the same side, but they've never been in a singles match against each other. I've been wanting those two to wrestle for a while. Um, you know, Derek, again, lives far away, and so it's hard for him to come here a lot in terms of, like, the weather permitting because mm-hmm. it's just crazy snow up there and everything. But, you know, through the years, I sort of wanted to do this, and we went on an Indie World tour with Jeremy, and he took on a lot of the cool stars from the Indie World. And, you know, having this, um, you know, when you look at a card, when you have Adam and Ace as your as your main draw for this card, in my opinion, I think that's like the, the, the cool hook. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, Jeremy always puts on a great match, and he's been an awesome champion, and he's like, he's turned into one of my really good friends in life. And Derek Stone's one of my really good friends in life, and he's... uh 
he he brought up to me probably a year ago. We've never wrestled singles, and I'd really like to do that before uh, either one of us is done. And so um, I don't know. It's just I think that's a cool. Jeremy has had a he hasn't had a like a really long range storyline for a while because he had it with Sterling, mm-hmm. and they had a huge match and culminated in in a uh, sort of a TLC match, if you will. But then, like, ever since then, Jeremy sort of had one-offs with uh, T.J. Perkins, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Pierce. He had a little little battle back and forth with him as, as much as we could bring Adam in from California. But, like, it, this just sort of happened because I, I, you know, was looking at who's available and seeing that these two guys are the only guys that have had multiple-time Metro Pro championships, and they've never faced each other. I just thought, you know, I thought that was an impetus to start a new, a new thing here with these two. Yeah, and with the work rate of both of these guys, because I've seen them – now, oh, a yeah. few times, I mean, I, I expect a great match, so it's definitely something that if you're not there for uh, the main event, this is a great reason oh, to yeah. go. And so. our listeners know Jeremy White pretty well. We've had him on numerous yeah. times on the show. He's a, a great definite guy. friend of the show. I yep. mean, what could you like? What could you tell us about Jeremy White to to maybe somebody that's not so inclined? Because he seems uh, he seems too good to not be known, you know, right. more than he is. I think. Yeah, you know, I guess I guess if anything ever held Jeremy back, it would be. Two things. Number one, he has a really he has a good career. Uh, yes, so absolutely. He doesn't, and he just got married. So you know, he's he his family's from here. He's from here. He has a good job. And as we talked about, unless you're going to get paid an incredible amount of money to fly around and do everything, and even let, let's you know, even taking Adam Pierce, I have no idea what he makes in a given year. But I know that if you just do, if you do numbers, like you have to, you have to travel like crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> to oh, sure, make yeah. a living. So, especially if you know how much your taxes are as, like, a freelancer. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so like, you know, so, so I think he, he always he's had this job and a career path for a long time. And then the second part is, like, obviously Jeremy isn't the biggest guy. Sure, um, yeah. he's not He's not your uh, typical HGH-out dude. Mm-hmm. So, and, although he's gotten bigger as time has gone on, but I think, you know, when he started 10 years ago, he didn't have the, he didn't have the frame. Yeah. And uh, I think he's grown into that, and he's, and in today's world, he's like a average to maybe even above average size guy. That's how much has changed. All oh, the yeah. big guys, Derek Stones, the even uh, Michael Strider isn't a huge dude, but he's a huge dude in indie wrestling. Right. So like all the big dudes go to like MMA or whatever else, mm-hmm. and you end up. And so I would say the average indie wrestler now is what like five ten, maybe a hundred and. 70 yeah like and so like you know that and and so jeremy is above that so now it's sort of it's sort of flip-flopped on him when he as as his career is is good you know over the the hump on the way down probably because he's in his mid-30s at this point like you know what what is jeremy going to do at this point uh to that that he can't couldn't have he if the time was different for him it would have been a bigger deal for him because I think Jeremy and Adam Pierce have talked about this. A lot of people talk about how good of a worker that is. And I, I've always said, you know, if Jeremy Wyatt's on my card, um, that's enough. Right. I, mean, like, I 100% so. agree with that Very statement. Good, yeah. And the thing I think is also a little bit hard in Jeremy Wyatt's case is he, he's not unassuming as far as personality-wise, but he's not one of these guys where, yeah, I am the best. You know, sure, He just yeah. goes out there, gives you an amazing match. Seems and then, very content yeah, with, with just, being what he is, and, right. that, and that's wonderful to, to have that attitude. Exactly, yeah, so just, I, I think that's yeah. another thing. But one more match I just wanted to bring up uh, before we, we get you out of here is the tag team match that 
I swear I might have said this maybe 50 times the next day after your last event, but the commission oh, versus the King Brothers. My favorite. I love the commission. The commission. Uh, tell us a little bit about that match. What, what can we expect from that? Oh, man. The commission, <laughs> I can um, – so the idea of the commission was mine mm-hmm. because at the time they, – they wrestled with the submission squad, everybody uh, everywhere else. Mm-hmm. But at the time, like the people that were in the state athletic commission office, were complete heels to me <laughs> for many reasons. Right. Yeah. So I was like, okay, we're just going to play the right to censor card here, and we're just going to make uh, you like the complete yellow belly chicken s like mm-hmm. team, and we're going to call you the commission. And I don't want to get mad at me. I'm not going to call them the state commission. I'll just call them the commission. Right. So anyway, <laughs> so but so that idea, and they were all on board. Those guys are like. You give them uh, an inch, they'll they'll go they, a mile. Yeah, they can they, crowd work I like mean, none other. What yeah. they did with that character, with those, those characters of of just you know, because they obviously they play to their strengths. I wish everybody was like the commission that didn't look like an, a Greek god, okay? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they yes, you're not. They are not the best shaped dudes. They are not uh, going to be on the cover of GQ magazine, but they don't care. They they own that. They, yeah. <laughs> they're going to dress up, make themselves look silly. They're going to uh, the book of rules. I mean, that was great. Yeah, they my, use that, yeah. my they favorite use that part in every match that. now. Yeah, my so, favorite um, part about that was when they opened the book of rules. There was a smaller book of rules <laughs> yeah, within. That was so great. A larger book of rules. Oh, sure, man. and that was all them. I mean, I give them all the credit for how much they fleshed that out. They've been awesome. Uh, they them taking on the King Brothers. Who the King Brothers are Kansas City natives. Yeah. Um, if anything, uh, just the size and the girth of those guys oh. makes them sort of a, a commodity because they, uh, they you don't see two brothers that are like, I don't know, what are they, 350 each? Uh, they're, yeah. they're pretty big. They're, um, they're sort of like the, the white headhunters of you know the Midwest. Mm-hmm. I was in but, the high V the other day, and uh, I was walking out, and somebody was wearing a Killer City King shirt, and I decided <laughs> to yell, Kings! And, like, as I was walking by, and the guy gave uh, me a head yeah. That's funny. Yeah. It wasn't Mark Sterling. No, it wasn't Mark Sterling. Oh, it was good. some. It, it, I don't think it was anybody that that I knew involved, unless maybe he knew them personally. But or well, maybe and it was I just think, a fan. and <laughs> I think that's another great thing about Metro uh, Metro Pro is how you guys have teamed the King Brothers with the fittest wrestler in the world, Mark <laughs> Sterling. Yeah. Well, that's also that also is organic too because Mark is great friends with them, and Mark actually trained those two brothers in pro wrestling. So yes. Even though they're on the complete opposite end of the athletic, uh, or should I say the uh, the, the the look spectrum, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're really good friends, and uh, you know they they're really good too. I mean, they get they are incredible heat seekers. Oh yeah, um, and they know how to so, use their size in that ring. I mean, it was they were, they knew what they were doing. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, they, they've been uh, they've been fun to have around. Well, before we get you out of here, because we know you're pretty busy, you know, getting ready for the show and other things of that nature, uh, what else can we uh, expect from Metro Pro? Is there anything else as far as news that you want to let our fans know or anything like that? Well, you know what? I have uh, I've released – we're going to have at least six shows next year, which is good. Definitely. I I was sort of looking around, like – not to compare myself or Metro Pro with these people, but, like, let's say Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Mm Mm-hmm. They have they don't have TV. They do DVD sales, which is a whole other business thing that like uh, that's different from what we do. But they they do a show every other month. Um, 
I think it helps. Like, not that we ha- we've had like increasingly good crowds for years now, and like I, it's awesome the support we've gotten. And you know, considering we have all our shows in the same building, but I just thought it was it's better for me personally, and it's better for I think uh, anticipation wise and everything to be able to have a show every other month. Um, you know, I mean, times are tough too. It, it's 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 hard to ask somebody. You know, you have to ask a, a certain price, whether it's fifteen bucks, twenty dollars, whatever, for a ticket in just today's world, especially when people are traveling in from all different areas of the country to be on your show. So, you know, I just thought it was a better for everybody to do that. And so our, our next, our, our first show of 2015 will be January 31st. And the only reason it wouldn't be, it was going to be the first weekend in February, but I had some conflicts in uh, the venue. Mm-hmm. But after that, it's going to be every two months, first, first Saturday of the month for the most part. So that's cool. I'm looking forward that's to that. Cool. I think I know everybody else is happy. Uh, that's on the roster and everything, so mm-hmm. so they'll they'll be looking forward to that. And um, I just think this show will be really good. I, I must say, I think ticket sales for this event have um, are the highest we've ever had. That's so awesome. Looking, so that'll be great. Yeah. Um, There's still seats available, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've never been to a max capacity in that building, so I, I'm not I'm not worried about that. But it is gonna. It's interesting. If I have the normal walk up that we normally have, it'll be. It'll be interesting to see how many people are there because we, we've, we've pre-sold a lot of tickets for this. And granted, we've had many months to do that, so I'm not going to say I'm not going to brag too much. But um, but I think it's going to be really good. Uh, you forgot Santa Claus is returning. Yeah, the last sweet. time Santa Claus gonna... came, it was Adam Pierce. Yeah, I was going to ask if Medea was going to be in, in attendance. Yeah, I, so. If I could get Medea to be Santa, that would be the greatest thing in the world. I don't <laughs> think she'd do that. Maybe your son would. Huh? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can't really negotiate with any of those people. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, speaking of which, like, I, I think when I bring friends to Metro Pro, I think the thing that everyone says after the matches are, hey, it's a great night. But the best part of the show is watching all the fans. Yes. Mm-hmm. I even said that uh, on this show. I mean, I said... I, I talked to, I can't remember exactly, I think it was Iceman, and we were talking about Mark Sterling. I said, Medea legitimately wanted to kill Mark Sterling, <laughs> yeah. and he was playing into every bit of it. Like They had to hold Medea back from <laughs> from pistol whipping right. Mark Sterling. The fact that you guys call her Medea just makes me <laughs> because like, that is such a joke. We started on commentary, and it just rolled into it. And yeah. every time you see Medea's son... Uh, get in Mark Sterling's face and raise his right hand like 1940s boxing style, <laughs> yeah. like he's going to hit him. Uh, it is like classic. I mean, that's the kind I wish we had. Though. I wish everyone could live in that fantasy world that they live in because that makes wrestling all that much oh, better. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, unfortunately, we're all like smart now, so mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> you can't have that anymore. But, uh, yeah. but they're. I wish I could live in their world for like a couple hours just to see what it would be like. Definitely. So it's this Saturday, December the 6th, the Turner Rec Center. Is that in Kansas City, Kansas, or is that in Turner, Kansas? What's the actual? That's Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas Turner Kansas. Rec Center. Um, I, I basically, I usually take 635 from downtown, and uh, it's it's um, it's not hard. If you if you look up Turner Rec Center, turnerrec.org, or our website at metrowrestling.com, you can find out how to get there if you've never been there before. Um, it's really not that hard. It's in the old Turner High School, and mm-hmm. um, I was actually it, surprised. It's a cool how venue. I, I've always liked that venue because of the TV look. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. Doesn't look like uh, it's still like a gym, but it's it doesn't look like your typical like high school gym. It's got the nice curtain and stage and everything. So for what we do, I've always really enjoyed that building, and they've been nothing but awesome for me 
since I've been there. So uh, I, I can't tell you how hard it was to start a new reputation for a wrestling company in the Kansas City area oh, after yeah. like many, many years of people taking off venue owners because of not paying or destroying the place or whatever. And Turner Rec has ended up being fabulous for me over the last four or five years. So, all right, so people, if they, if you're in the Kansas City area, check that out. Metro, uh, It's Metro Wrestling or is it Metro MetroWrestling.com. MetroWrestling.com. Yep. Tickets available on there. I think it's it's uh, $15 gets you in the door, doesn't it? 15 bucks. Uh, kids are 10, uh, up 5 to 12 or 10, under 5 is free. And um, if you buy them online, because like, I, I always have to explain this to people, if you buy them online, I just print out a master list of everyone that buys them online and just bring your receipt or your ID and you'll get checked off at the door. You're not going to get a ticket mailed to you or anything. So sure, sure. Yeah, um, yeah. it should be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. ACH is back. He's going to defend the Central States title. And uh, Mark Sterling's taking on a new guy that's from Omaha named Red Wing, who is a big power lifter. And I'm really looking forward to his debut because I've been told by everybody that's seen him that he could be a real good up-and-comer in the Midwest here, and maybe he'll be a uh, semi-regular regular. We'll see. Awesome, nice. man. Well, hey, we know you're busy, so again, thank you for your time, and uh, we will see you on Saturday night. See you there, guys. All right, man. See you. That was another great interview. Yes, it was. <laughs> Dude, I'm excited, though. Metro Pro, seriously, seriously. just I love Metro uh, Pro. Shows. Yeah, it's... I've been to one, but I've seen them on TV, and it's just it's it was everything. It lived up to be on TV and more. So it's just fun. exciting. I can't really. It's so much it. fun because one, it's a well-ran show by someone yes. who knows how to run a wrestling show, and two, you kind of feel even if it is your first show, you kind of feel a part of it because of so many medias and inside <laughs> jokes and kind of things that you're just instantly accepted yep. into. So it's a, it's a really a great time. Yeah. No, it's definitely great, and uh, I urge anybody in the Kansas City area, rated R, I'm talking to you. Rated R, I want to see your ass there. And anybody else that happens, you to be, out. happens to be in the city of Fountains yeah, to go check Come it on. out. Come go on. check it out. But T-Mac, that's enough for this segment, because you know what we got to do, brother. What we got to do? We got to take a break, because when we come back, we're going to answer some listener emails. Do we have to take a break? Hell, it's our show. Let's add another 15 minutes. We do minutes. not have to take a break, but sometimes, <laughs> you know, we we're, we drink beer. Sometimes we got to go get some, some caffeine. Sometimes we got to go take a shit. Did you catch that reference, though? What? I said it's our show. We'll add another 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it is our show. Yes. You know what? We also are part owners of the network. Training Topics Network, that is. Whoa. Whoa. Stealing your line. Gimmick infringement. Anyway, we're going to come back, T-Mac, do the emails when we return to the Spanish announce table, which not only is on the Spanish announce table, but it's also on... Dwayne The Rock Johnson was the first person to announce Osama Bin Laden's death via Twitter. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com What's up? This is Heavy Set, and I'm here to tell you about one of my podcasts that you can find at Kayfabe Sports Radio and www.kayfabesportsradio.com. 
and that is NFL Easy Picks. NFL Easy Picks is a podcast that I co-host with my friend Joe Bennett, and we discuss the things going on in the NFL and the games for the week to come, as well as results for the week prior. We like to highlight our teams, but we still like to concentrate on the league as a whole, and quite possibly from week to week have guests discuss their team and how they're doing. Along with this normal format, we go over our picks in the designated Yahoo Pick'ems League that we have set up so you fans can see how well we are doing against you and how well you are doing against us and each other. And on top of that, we got a fantasy league to discuss how well things are doing there. There's a lot in NFL AZ picks that you are not going to want to miss on the Kayfabe Sports Radio Network and at www.kfabesports.com. Hope you will join us every week as we discuss everything going on in the wonderful world of the NFL. Only on Kayfabe Sports Radio and www.kfabesports.com. What's up, people? Mr. Old School, alter ego to the Mountie, here to let you know about a new podcast that I've been working on called Old School at the Movies. We talk all about the latest news and rumors, we review stats, we've got our own movie review of the week, predictions, contests, all that good stuff. Check us out at oldschoolmovies.net. Old School at the Movies, your one-stop shop for all your movie-related news. Hey everybody, it's Captain Awesome. Uh, before I start the fourth segment, the email segment, I wanted to give a little disclaimer. See, as you might have heard earlier in the show, we were using a different studio for the day, and as I was saving the fourth segment, the computer crashed and gave me a blue screen of death. So, I was able to recover the file. Uh, however, about two minutes into the segment, the sound turns to complete shit. It turns crackly, it sounds pretty bad, but uh, we didn't have time to redo it, and by then the responses wouldn't be genuine, so I'm just going to put it out there. I'm going to attach it as the fourth segment anyway. If it's too bad to listen to it, I don't fault you. If you are one of the emailers, I'm sorry, uh, and if you still want your question answered uh, next week where you can hear it, then by all means, send it again. There was some good stuff in there and I appreciate everybody that contributes. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, we work for a radio station cluster that uh, doesn't like to spend any money, so the equipment isn't always the best. This is precisely why you should send us a dollar to tableshow at gmail.com through your PayPal, because if you send us a dollar for every episode, if everybody did that, we could have enough money to buy our own equipment and set up our own studio in no time. But, uh, you know, teach their own, whatever you want. But by all means, check it out. Fourth segment might be a little rough to listen to, and if you don't want to, I don't blame you. And we'll be back next week. And we'll try to make sure something like this doesn't happen again. Thanks a lot for listening. Here we go. What is up over there, T-Mac? Loving life. Loving life. Staying positive and patient as we roll into the email segment of the Spanish Announce Table. Yeah. Hey, that was a cool interview, right? That was a badass interview. I like it. I like it. Hey, he came back on. Yeah. Which means we're not that fucking weird. Yeah, well. Well, he did he's... say he was warned by others. <laughs> yeah. So that leads me to believe I, I can narrow that down to a few options. Right. So, <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah, Thanks. You. You specifically. You. 
Ooh. And all of a sudden, if you're starting to feel red in the face, you know who it is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There it is. Right. T-Mac. Yes. It's the emails. It is. Want to get into it? Yes. No explanation needed. It's the emails. And we started off, because we always end the show with the emails, we started off with Kata motherfucking Klismic. And as Cataclysmic is wont to do, you know what he says. He says, Hey, yo. Let's do this. It's fucking email time. What's up, Z-Pack, T-Mac, and Timothy? <laughs> Z-Pack, <laughs> Z-Pack, T-Mac. I like that because that was brought yes, up a lot. Uh-huh. Okay. And Timothy, the Commonwealth Connections, bitch. Now that's, a, that's an inside <laughs> joke if you listen to the other show. Yeah. Where they play games with uh, each other. Uh, uh. It, do you really? <laughs> it's Kata. So I'm sending this halfway through Raw, and T Mac, I know you wanted me to talk about punk. Yes, I did. You specifically. All I'm gonna say is the lazy doctor ignored a staph infection. Had he stayed to finish out the remainder of his contract, he would have died. So, Vamp, if me warning someone to put their health and life before, or me wanting someone to put their health and life before your entertainment makes me a mark, then so be it. I'm a fan of CM Punk the performer and Phil Brooks the man. So I will continue to support by buying his comic books, yes, I'm a nerd, and purchase his merch, which can now be found at www.prowrestlingtees.com slash CM Punk. Moving the fuck on! Let me stop you, because yeah. I want to address that. Yeah. My point to that is... If you feel you're not getting the medical treatment from a man who sees you along with, I'm going to roughly guess, 30 to 45 other males and females, Mm -hmm. then with you and your large bank account, because remember, he does state when he was gone for those two months, hey, I'm looking at my bank account thinking I don't have to come back. Then take that money and get yourself... The help you think is required Look, while you're on staff. Don't any, leave. Any number of doctors yeah, might have misdiagnosed that. And second of all, that's not the primary reason that guy is there. That's why he was like, "Look, dude, it looks fine." Because that's not why he's there. Go see a fucking general practitioner for a fucking lump. You know what I mean? Not even a lump, just a fucking. You know what I mean? You don't see the sports medicine guy. He's there for fucking. Oh, this guy broke his ankle or he fucking ripped his hammy or whatever. Mm -hmm. He's there for fucking, you know what I mean? Broke his wrist, yeah. Yes. Go see another doctor for that. That's something out of that guy's main scope. Okay. Anyhow, continue. As he said, moving the fuck on. Rumor has it Brock Lesnar may be leaving after WrestleMania. If WWE can't re-sign Brock, do you think WWE ruined the streak by having him go over Taker? just to lose him one year later. Either way, no matter what he decides to do, he will dominate. Loved the interview last week with Brian Shields. Going to hopefully try and pick up the hashtag 30YOWM book next week. Kata out. I hope you do pick up the book. Like I said, I wasn't going to smoke up your ass. It's a good book. That is a very good book. I'm almost done with it. I'm at WrestleMania 23, Uh I believe. Uh-huh. I think that's where I left off. Yeah. Um, bookmark has it. Hey, it gives you a cool bookmark, too. It's the, yes. it's the retirement match between uh, Savage and Ultimate Warrior. It also gave you, like, a card, didn't it? Like yeah, it gave you a card? trading card of Ultimate or of the Undertaker defending the streak, mm-hmm. which is cool. I, I feel, think it gives you a reach around, too. Calm down. Uh, I feel... A literary reach around, too. 
Neither do I. I feel that the impression I got from listening to Vince talk about Brock on Stone Cold's podcast feels very confident that he's going to stay around. Sure. It felt that way. And again, he is the master of framing reality. Uh-huh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he can make you think something is crystal clear, 100% going one way, and then whoop, doesn't. So who knows? But it seemed to me, that was my impression, that Brock's going to stay around a while. Yeah. Brock's last fight was 2011, and he got beat up by Alistair Overing, who isn't even top 15 right now. Yeah. Guys, yeah, yeah. I know you're not the MMA guys, and I completely understand. I don't hate on you for that at all. But take it from the guy who does watch the sport, Brock's getting his ass. Sport of UFC. Damn it. Don't. Mm-mm. You're positive and patient, right? Yeah, but I don't take stupidity. Okay. Treading on thin ice. Thin ice. Yep. So, uh, he's getting beat. Unless he goes to Bellator. That reminds which me. Which Scott Coker is a genius. He could go to Bellator. That reminds me just side and point And then beat there. up everyone. Check Congo and all those guys. Side point there. The thin ice made me think of the natty ice that Cataclysmic had his drink when he was the beer sponsor of the week. Which made me think, T-Mac, can you remember the last time we had a beer sponsor of the week? I remember uh, we brought in beer for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Heavy Set legitimately tried. He told me three or four different brands that are local brands that he loved, and we don't get a single fucking one of them. Really? Yeah, so he's yeah. going to try to think about He comes through here sometimes, so maybe he's going to drop us a, a thing or something along those Heavy lines. Heavy Set, if you're here next time and I'm not working an event, because I know the last time I think he, I was working an event. Yeah, and I was busy all day. Yeah, you were just busy? You just didn't want to make time? No, I was painting the fucking house. <laughs> I legitimately was Sucks. working. Um, I would have rather gone and right. seen fucking heavy set. But next time, me. I'll come see you. Promise. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on to. You know, first of all, thank you, Cataclysmic, for your for your diehard, repetitive emailing of the show, and we appreciate it. Your constant contribution. Yes. Another one of those is from Katie, the first lady. She says, "Hello, boys." I think it was a slow week in wrestling, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Thanks, CM Punk, for being you. Thanks, Austin, for the hard-hitting questions with Vince. I won't go into it too much since you guys and about everyone else did, but I'll just say that both podcasts were amazing. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to hear Punk again this week for part two, taking fan questions on the art of wrestling. I think he stole that idea from us with Brian Shields. But... Anyway, on to Raw. Decent show. More matches were made for TLC. It seems like the Wyatt Ambrose feud is getting more uh, intriguing by Dean destroying Wyatt's rocking chair. I'm liking it. It's even getting more personal with the Bellas and AJ, although I think this still might turn into a triple threat match because Nikki's still kind of treating Brie bad, so there's that. Rollins versus Cena in tables match, to which if Cena loses his title shot, oh, if loses his title shot is gone. Seems like a foregone conclusion, but you never know. How has the build been to you guys so far? And the Slammies are next. Any picks for the winners? I'm sure your year and or I'm sure your year end awards will be more accurate. Much love as always. Later, Katie. The first lady. Of course, ours will be more accurate. Yeah, and that's be why. Correct. Yeah, and that's why I kind of honestly don't want to go over what they're going to. Oh do. yeah, I'm not even. I, did, I think we did that last year. Mm-hmm. I, I think we tried to pick the Slammies. Yeah, I don't want to do that. And we're not doing that. Uh, the build between Seth Rollins and John Cena just seems deflating. Uh, yes. I thought it was cool that Bray Wyatt looked like he was vulnerable by by the chair being destroyed by Dean Ambrose. Mm. And I thought uh, that should be the main storyline. I want that to be 
Transition it out. Now that's number one, and authority whatever aftermath is number two. That's what I think. Yeah. It, yeah, I, it's a transition time. I mean, it's just the storylines are... I mean, I'm honestly, I'm being serious. I think the main event, if I am in charge, yeah. is Dean Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt. Well, yeah, I, look, I, why wouldn't it be? Because John Cena and John Cena Seth Rollins. Yeah. And I think, you want me to give you a spoiler right now? Mm, yeah. Because I'm pretty good at this, as mm-hmm. I am beating you. No, you're not. One, one zero. Yes, I am. Uh, I have a one point lead. I have a one point lead in the overall. You won last year. You know what that makes you? Guess what? A has been. No, it makes me leading. It makes you last year's champion. If we retired the show, I would have won one zero. No, we don't. We're not doing overall. We're just doing this. year. We're not year. doing overall. No, we're doing this year. No, we're doing overall. No, it's like it's the. Seattle Seahawks don't lose to the Chiefs and be like, at least we won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, no, that's exactly what they say. No. Why would they say that? It's stupid. Doesn't matter. We just beat. Yeah, but they still can For this year. They can still We're competing right now for this year's Super Bowl title. Right, but that hasn't been done yet. Mm-hmm. So what they can well, say is... you can is, go home and shine oh, up your trophy with your tears when you're losing. No, so, they can say, oh, cool win. Uh, here's my Super Bowl ring. Yeah, Where's yours? Yeah. Uh, you can shine it with how, your tears from this how, bad destruction. Anyhow. Yeah. I think Cena, this is just a guess of mine. Mm-hmm. This is how I feel right now mm-hmm. today, Tuesday night, December, what is it? The second. Second. I feel like John Cena is going to lose his. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. No, I don't know if I want to say this. Why? Because <laughs> Big Josh might want to have. Oh, 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 yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. going to truck up your ass. Let's do this. Let's do this. I want to hear it. Big Josh, turn up, the, turn up your radio. Let's hear this. Oh, no. Let's hear this. John Cena is going to lose his title shot. Because? Because? (laughs) Do you want to hear it? Yes. No. Yes. Because? Randy Orton comes back in costume. Yes. (laughs) And then you get Randy Orton Johnson. (laughs) Yes. 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 Oh, no. Yes. For those who haven't listened before... I suggested that Kane, I think, become the number one contender. Yeah, I don't know. He was going to win Money in the Bank or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I forget exactly. He was going to, yeah, something like he that. He was going to get something to the effect where he would then chan- challenge Daniel Bryan again for the championship, yes. I believe. And that irritated one of our main contributors. Uh, Big Josh the Rebel Trucker. Uh, to say he's going to take his uh, truck. truck and uh, drive it straight up. My ass. Your ass. Like he was going to turn around, mm-hmm. drive up to Kansas City, mm-hmm. keep driving through your front door mm-hmm. into your ass. Yep. So I think you might want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Anyway, Katie, you're also, the you're the best. And we're going to move on to Hallmark of Swede. And he says, hello, Capwood Mac. It's about that time again. It's time for your least favorite contributor, and tonight I want to inquire <laughs> no, about whether or not you guys have listened to the CM Punk interview and if it changed your mind at all about him leaving. What was your thoughts on it before, and how did the interview affect it? I have pretty much taken a wait-and-see approach. I wanted to hear what they had to say about it themselves, and now that I've heard Punk's side and, uh, and as much as Vince wanted to say about it on the Steve Austin podcast, I can say that both sides have legitimate reasons for their actions. Mm-hmm. But I think CM 
by all means, do the right thing for him in leaving. Mm -mm. For him in leaving. Mm -mm. Okay. Do I hope he returns? Yes, I do. Do I think that he will? Not in a few years. He is already finding success in other less training projects. Mm -hmm. Sorry about the rant. You guys rock, especially you, T-Mac. Hey, thanks, man. Just hey, Captain, give him this. He doesn't have much to be proud of. Hey. There it is, and Hallmark out. Thanks, Hallmark. Yeah, thanks. I'll take anything. Yeah, have. yeah. <laughs> T-Mac has a lot to be proud of. I do. Yeah, I'm, certainly you've heard the most of our CM Punk things. I don't, yeah. Look, if he was going to continue to sit there and be a whiny bitch, then he did the right thing for him. <laughs> I don't think he's coming back. And I say that because I thought maybe that'll let it, allow him to leave and go take some time and stop being a whiny bitch, but it sounds like that's not happening. Uh, yeah, I think he, I think he's done, guys. Maybe I'm wrong, and I hope I am, because I really like the character of CM Punk. But as I mentioned last week, when you're writing for Marvel Comics and you don't have to take a flat back... No, he wrote the thing for Thor. Yeah, but no, I think there was something out there in the news about him writing a, a farewell letter. I think it was for the comic, whoever he was writing, Thor or something. I don't think he was leaving. Oh, no. okay. mm. uh, and maybe I'm wrong, but... Uh, yeah, no, look, I mean... Because uh, at hell, is he 34? I think never, there would be never, uh, 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 ever, 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 any, even a one-off? Nope. Never. Because I think this is why. I think he has the mentality of, I'm not going to come back and be a piece of shit like these part-timers that I hate, and... I don't want to take a flat back when I can write. You know what? Because how old is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 34? 34. Yeah. And that's uh, young, yeah, yeah. but yeah. for 10, 15 Thanks. years? Yeah. For 10 or 15 years of taking that abuse? Oh, yeah, no. Why go no, back? Hey, listen. Um, he'll make no. money off of doing autograph signings. I think he'll do that. Oh, I think he'll do that. We'll see how long it goes, how, how his feelings are, how his money situation is handled. We don't know. I mean, 10, 15 years down the road could be a completely different story. Either way. Like I said, you're writing for Marvel. They don't pay pennies. Yeah, well, but they don't, they don't pay uh, one of the top guys at WWE level either. Right, but, you know. Hallmark. Uh-huh. Is awesome. He no, is. It's not our least favorite children. No. And, and that person knows who they are. Yeah, if your face no. is turning red, it's you. And... Anderson says, Hi, awesome one! I'm T-Mac. I feel like he would say it like that, too. Like a dork. Hi, awesome one! Like how you did it? Yeah. You're calling our listeners dorks? Hey, you call them nerds. Well, but I mean that affectionately. So do I. <laughs> As mentioned in the recent WWE Network Stone Cold podcast, Jim Ross played the mediator role between some talents like Stone Cold and Vince. Right now, Triple H seems to be the mediator. <laughs> Not with this one. Is he the guy to try talent uh, uh, happy? Or should they get a different guy? Mm -hmm. If they should get a guy or girl, who should it be? I thought Stone Cold did an awesome job. If you would get a chance to ask Vince a question, what would you ask him? That's my thoughts this week, and that... Has been my nickel. And we thank you for it every time. Double A. Double A, I think you're great. I was just giving you a hard time. Dude, Double A should end every statement he ever has mm -hmm. with that right there. What? Double A. Double A. Just <laughs> be like, hey, listen, uh, pass me the salt. I'm going to run by the store later and uh, pick up 
uh, we need some uh, dishwasher soap and then uh, um, fill up the gas tank on the way back. Double A. <laughs> I like that. Right? Or if he's leaving, he's like, hey, guys, it's been a good day at work. I'll see you tomorrow. Double A. <laughs> Just leave. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah? That would be funny. Yeah. All right, let's go back because sometimes we get off track like we just did. No way. Forget what he says. Uh, should they get a different guy than Triple H? Yeah. I yeah, think he just rubs people the wrong way. Not even that. Yeah, well, he I does. Think, well, you could credit him for bringing back Ultimate Warrior. Oh, sure. I mean, not everybody. He doesn't run everybody the wrong I way. I think he knows. I think he does really well with the older locker room guys. Yes. The non-nerd. Hey. Hey. Uh, you said maybe pre-millennial generation. Right. I think he does amazing with those guys. So yes. if you have any gripes, or if any old timers have gripes, send Triple H. Triple H. You got these new guys, punks, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. That's who you need a new person. Nerd. Yeah. So who you bring in? I know you gotta get a nerd. Who's a nerd? Joey Mercury. Joey Mercury a nerd? Yeah. Seems like he'd be a nerd. I think he's best friends with CM Punk. Yeah. Nerd. Uh, what? <laughs> no, but, you know. I know. I'm just fucking around. Um, Stone Cold did do an awesome job. That was, honestly, like I said at the start of the show, yeah. one of the better interviews from anyone I've seen. Your chance to ask Vince McMahon a question. Team uh, Vince McMahon comes in here and sits in the chair. He, he happens to be here, and he says, listen, little fucks, I'm going to do the Spanish announce table, but I'm going to do one goddamn question, and it's going to be from T-Mac. What's the fucking question? Go. All right, so this is more of a thought-provoking. I'm done. No, <laughs> no, exactly. This is more of a uh, thought-provoking. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, we're booking your next feud. <laughs> That's your question. Fuck it. Yeah. I want it to be about me. Yeah. Yeah. So if you said carte blanche, yeah. I will answer whatever, no matter how yep. stupid or ridiculous. Right. I'm saying. You're, bu- you're booking your next big feud yep. to take you over the top at WrestleMania. What is it? With, with, with me. <laughs> yes! That's what I'm asking. I love it! Fuck all the other people. I can just see the look on his face like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> the most powerful man in professional wrestling With like the most knowledge of everything ever. Yeah. I know things that I will take to this grave that people will fucking scour through my personal records hoping to find some record thereof and I will go to the grave with it and you're gonna ask me what my feud storyline with you would be? Yep. Oh the heel promo that would ensue. <laughs> that would be the best moment of my life. That'd be the best moment of my <laughs> life. After it all right here yep. on the Spanish now table. Hell I'd even let them play it on the network for nine ninety nine. So now it's your turn. God, I really there's so many things that like And I'm being hundred percent serious. Are you really? Yeah, I'm being I'm gonna go a little more like like if if like, you know what I mean, you're doing an interview or something and it was not on this show. Right? You're being sent in for Metro Sports. By Chris Goff. Go ask Vince McMahon. Oh, well, now it's changed. Yeah. Now if I'm doing it for a public Kansas City star. Yeah. Okay, now that's But they said go get a poignant thing. Go ask him something. He said he'll answer any question. Any question. No matter what, he's doing this as a favor for me. Because of you know what. Mm-hmm. Go ask him. I don't care what you ask, just make it good. Okay. Or you're fired. Well no, you gotta answer something. 
No, T-Mac. Thank you. Okay, but I'll answer it. Yeah. I'll answer it again. Yeah. God damn it. I'll You're the better interviewer than I am. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I would ask, what, who was the one guy that you missed on? Who was the one guy where now you look back and you say, that guy should have been the Stone Cold, mm -hmm. the Rock, or whatever? Who's that guy that we don't know of mm -hmm. that should have been it? And it's because, and I'm bringing up guys such as, and he didn't work for yeah. WWE, but for example, Magnum TA. Yeah. He's thought of a lot as, yep. man, he would have been the, the next NWA. Guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he had the car wreck. So I want to know, Vince. Because I don't want to get too personal. No. You know, I would like to talk to him later. Yeah. I would say, who's that one guy that we maybe never knew of that you look back and say, I should have pushed him or we should have put more effort into his character? What I'd like to know is, is let's fast rewind, excuse me, back to uh, something like the first wrestling. Mm -hmm. Was there ever a moment, I've got to assume there was, and what was that moment? Where you legitimately got scared for your future at this point. Like, what were you like, oh, shit, this isn't going to work out. And fucked. Well, even the Monday Night Wars. Yeah. And what, yeah what, was, what was your scariest moment in this career that you've been doing? Like, what was your, like, staring in the mirror like this is all going, like. One way or what, the other. Yeah. Was it the, you know, was it the steroid case and the indictment wasn't the you know what i mean like what was, was, was it wrestlemania wasn't yeah ted turner buying wcw yeah. what was like fuck mm -hmm. i'm fucked right yeah that's a good one yeah very good one yeah glad you finally answered mm -hmm. something yeah. after you already looked at me that's us but if we're doing it for this show i am asking yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right andy anderson thanks you're the man you are the man all right Mike from Boston. Yeah! Mike from Boston! Mike from Boston! Remember that's how you have to say it. He says, I swear, this is my last email about this shit. Attached is proof you guys were taking acid during episode 59. Hallmark and I win. I uploaded the sound clip to my Dropbox. Here's the link. Are you ready for this? I guess. I, I haven't listened. I, I, you loaded something into the computer, and yeah. I legitimately put, and you saw this, yeah. I put music I in one my ear. I specifically turned down so I couldn't hear it. Right. I, I put music in one ear, and I closed yeah. the other one. I want to legitimately have an, an honest reaction to this. Okay, so here we go. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, it's, I, I'm not mad at callers, right? You just think they're nerds. I do think, and not these particular guys either. Hey, you said it. No. These guys actually, I think, quite, from what I can tell from having interactions with them and not knowing them very well, don't seem that nervous. That's a word. Sure it is. And I'm not mad at them. I'm just like, I, whatever this is, I, I can't even think of what this could be. Let's give it a look.
the season premiere. Season premiere of the Spanish announcement. The season premiere. Episode 59. The season premiere. You know we always do for the final segment. The season premiere. The news. Oh Jesus. On the season premiere. On the season premiere of the Spanish announcement. We always end with the news. I feel it's a good, good palate cleanser. We like to inform your ass before you end this show. Right on the way out the door. Come on. So how we do that is I give a headline. Yep. T Mac tries to get. That sounds like fancy editing to me. Yeah, look, I work in a radio production. I know how that stuff works. I could, I could, I could turn that around right now and make it sound something right. different. Yep. Hallmark, Mike from Boston. You guys don't win anything. I don't look. I look. I like you guys. I think you guys are great. You and guys are the highlight. I'm, you guys are part of the highlight of my week. Seriously, I, and I legitimately mean that. Now, I, I'm very glad that you have this amount of free time or resources to have somebody do this for you to to do that much editing. Yeah, because I know it takes it a lot of time. I know it takes a lot of time. That sounded seamless. That takes a lot of backtracking, re-listening, removing the clips. Great you know job. what I mean? Fades in and out. Great job. That's a lot, especially with the back music. Like, I, it takes a lot, man. It takes a lot, and and you did very good. And you know what? If we ever strike it big and need a producer, man, I'm gonna call you. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But dude, we always do the news first. Mm-hmm. Like it's just what we do. That's the truth. And we do the emails last. Like what are we doing right now, dude? Doing the emails last. What did we do last week? Emails last. The one before that. Emails last. All the way back to number one. Number one. Well, number one, we didn't have any emails, but you get the idea. What did we do? I want to listen back so, to that. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. <laughs> no, I don't think it. I did listen back to most of them for our funniest right. moments. It was bad? And there was some, there was a lot of downtime. Really? Yeah, because we were going through, and then this match happened, and he whips him in the rope, and pounds him Well, no, I'm saying, the, the, how did we end? Episode one? Yeah. I think we did, like, our take. Final thought. Final thought. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, says, love you guys forever. XO, Mike from the Bean. Mike. Mike, thanks, man. Dude. Wait, was there a question? No, he just... He just wanted to prove a point. Uploaded his... He just wanted to... I'm sure he's very proud of this. Right. And I get it's a meme now. Yeah. I get it, like, you know, Hallmark goofed up one time and said that we, you know, he misheard us, and he decided to carry on the joke, and then you jumped onto it also. I get it. It's funny. Hey, I'd show off those those editing skills myself. Yeah. That was that good? Yeah. Anyway... Hey, Mike from Boston. Next Mike time. Mike from Boston. Next time, ask a question, please. Mike from Boston. Why does Keith contribute, actually? Because that's the best when you keep contributing. What's up, Captain Awesome Sauce and T to the Mac and Cheese Squared? P. GBL. Checking in for this week's Spanish Now Table podcast with a couple of questions on the week of wrestling. Okay. Well, let's answer them one by one. Yeah, um... Number one question, where's our PGBL? He, he said that last week, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he went away from He went away because he was angry. Yeah, makes sense. Sounds like Team Punk. Number one. You're calling out a lot of people this week. Who are we calling out? You're calling them nerds. You're calling people nerds? You're I've done that before. You're saying some people are scared. I'm scared. He said I'm PGBL. Took his ball and went home. I didn't say he was scared. Took his ball and went home because he was angry. Oh, he was angry. He's always angry, so I don't get it. Like, what? No shit, you're angry. You're on PGBL. You're always angry. 
hey, don't get me wrong, PGBL is the shit also. I love both of them. Me too. Number one. Hey, I feel like we should have like light, happy music playing in the background when we read a, a PGBL. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. Maybe I'll read it with like a smile on my face. AJ Styles move. <laughs> AJ Styles has moved. The Styles Clash has injured another wrestler. Takes the total to, I think, three so far. Is it time to retire the move? Why or why not? Isn't it four? Mm -hmm. No, he botched the one but didn't injure the guy. Mm -hmm. uh, so, is it time to retire the move? Yep. Why? Because it's hurting people. Yeah. It's exactly it. Look, and again, even if you're like these idiots, I don't understand what they don't get about it. You're dealing with the idiots. You know what I mean? Like, so you just have to kind of recognize that. Well, fuck. And look, unless you know, in this match, I got a guy who's good to go. For example, if he does a match with Christopher Daniels. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Those guys are like brothers. And oh, Christopher yeah. Daniels, even if it fucks up. Knows what to do. Probably, knows what to do and probably won't fault you. Right. Because he'll probably recognize what role he played in that screw up. Now, if it's a new guy that he's never wrestled before, don't do it. Don't do it. Number two. We saw Jimmy Uso come out on Raw to defend his wife, Naomi, by attacking the Miz. Is this a good thing to have WWE weaving real life into storylines, and would you like to see more? Do you think we will ever see a Nikki Bella and John Cena interwoven storyline? I thought it was amazing. The only thing where I would have tweaked it, because I would tweak a lot of things, because I think my ideas are better than everyone uh -huh. else's, because they're mine. Uh, I wouldn't have had the one time Mizdow go down with Miz and do, mimic him. Yeah. I would have sold it as, okay, wait a minute. Yeah, like, hey. Okay, this whoa. is real shit. Yeah. Like Make the, it look a little more like, whoa. whoa, whoa. Like, Mizdow yeah. was like, oh. And then, like, maybe look to the commentating team. like, that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. With him selling the mimicking, it was like, oh, it's everything else. Yeah, exactly. So that was the only thing I did. And I liked it because then it gave me a reason to care about the Usos. Now, I love the Usos. Oh, yeah. But you don't care about what they're doing. I just want to see a great match. Yeah. They're good wrestlers to yeah. me. They're not good characters. Yes. And this was a hint of, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Which, they're doing good things with them now. That 10, 10 hours to Houston, uh, yes. little 30 minutes yes. thing. Yes, 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 yes. So they're trying. That's what I'm saying. Just add that one little bit of realism to where, oh, my God, that wasn't supposed to be part of the script. Ms. Dow does the look. Mm -hmm. Ms. does the legit. Yeah. Like, he sold that great. Yeah. I that, It was good. I really liked even, it. Even regarding, like, the Nikki Bell, John Cena interwoven storyline, I would hope. Because here's one of the, the one of my most favorite moments regarding, say, uh, like Randy Orton. When Triple H is handcuffed to the ropes, and he does the, uh, after he's DDT'd Steph, Randy Orton has, and kisses her, he's on the ground, and Triple H is, like, looks like blood vessels about the person's face trying to get to him. Like, it's just those, like, you've got to, you know, straddle that line. You know, bring up real raw emotion. The Matt Hardy... Uh, edge edge thing, yeah. yeah. Like the, some of the best storylines had a sprinkle of reality into them, especially regarding women and relationships and wrestling. Especially regarding that. Keep up the podcast, Gold. It is very much appreciated. Have a great week. Later. Jeez. 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 By the way. Get ready to take a shot. This week on the AllWrestling.com Week Interview. For your listening pleasure, I take on the man we know as GB.
just gonna fucking lose. And kick his ass. But on this show, it's all great. Over there. And kidnap me and get away with me. That's all I gotta say about that. But PGBL! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For your email. And thank you all for your emails and your amazing audio editing skills. Mm-hmm. Very good, John. Very good. Very impressed. Very like impressed. And this week was great, man. Uh, next week, Mike from Boston. Mike from Boston. Uh, tell us the editing equipment you used. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got Pro Tools. Yeah, Adobe Audition. Mm-hmm. Did you use Use the window? Let me know, so, because it was good. I'd like to know if I'm using similar equipment. Maybe we can work together on some projects. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are really good. Yeah. Especially what he just did. That was that's pretty damn good, I gotta say. Like, I was listening. There's some telltale signs and some audio editing. I was listening. I, I thought I detected one or two, but that's pretty impressive for what he did there. So, not only yet. Yeah, to the untrained ear, nobody would know the difference. It would sound like we legitimately read the news last. Yep. But look, everybody knows that. You can go back and listen for yourself. Episode 59. Mm-hmm. So anyway, oh, Chris Goff, thanks for coming on. Next week we're going to have another big show. We'll uh, hold off on telling you anything about it because it's kind of dicks we are. <laughs> and we're going to come back. Check out... Our Twitter, at Table Show. Use hashtag TweetTheTable to get involved with Tweet the Table. Use tableshow at gmail.com to send us an email or to send us a dollar if you like this episode via PayPal. Check out the Facebook, Facebook.com, Spanish Announce Table, or the Spanish Announce Table podcast. Check out SpanishAnnounceTable.net. I've got to put up another article that I'm behind on from Dustin Hall. And Instagram, Tweet the Table. Instagram, Tweet the Table. I am at the Awesome Voice on Twitter, and he is at Titan T-Mac. And next week, we're going to come back for episode 70, Goddamn 2. <laughs> Enough of that shit. We're going to come back next week, and we're going to do it on Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And the most common speed sign, speed limit sign in the United States is 25 miles per hour. Training Topics Network.com. Thank you.